Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One, two, three. One, two, three. Okay. We on. Can you hear me? This Wi-Fi seems to be shaking out. Can you hear me? Hi, yes. Hey. You hear me? Hi. Yes, I can. Yeah. The feedback, it's taken a while to get to you, I think. Oh, just a second. It's moving good now. It's moving good now. You were freezing before. Oh, it wasn't moving. Yeah, yeah. You're good now. You're good now. How are you doing, man? Welcome to the Extra Gravy Show. Thank you for being here, ladies doing and gentlemen. Good. We have greatness in the building. We have Clairel. I've been working on that. Tell me if I got that right. Wow. I'm not I was so bad at French in school. I don't want to mess up your name, man. I was, I was not like, at all. Okay, that was good? Not at all. Okay, I think this is the best way someone has said it the first time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's go. I'm happy for that. Good. <laughs> Oh, you're freezing up again. It sounds like you practice. <laughs> Definitely practice, man. But, it sounds um, like it. And Marlon. Yes, Marlon. Yes, it's that's a pleasure. Me. Thank you. you, man. Appreciate it. I appreciate you for being here. I appreciate Carvassier for bringing us together. Shout out to Carvassier, the world's most awarded cognac house for, uh, you know, continuing what they promised, right? Advancing uh, Canadian culture, Canadian music. You are some great Canadian music that I think a lot more people should get to know, man. Like I, I, I will admit I did not know about you previously, but through this interaction, like I've learned about your music. I love your music. Like, man, what a voice, bro. Oh, what a you, voice. Man. Thank you. <laughs> um, you're, you're, yeah. You're a great talent. Like you remind me of like, I don't know if this is weird. You remind me of Bob Marley, like the sentiments of your music kind of remind me of like redemption oh. song. Which is like a huge song for him, obviously. That wow, thanks. That's a big compliment. <laughs> yeah, man. You got a very unique voice, a very unique Make talent. Sure I, I realized the uniqueness when I seen your Cavassier video. Because we all had a, a video that we, we did to highlight how you know how the community has helped us throughout this pandemic, throughout twenty twenty, and your video was like very artsy. Very different. I like that. It was very clean. Um, how has the community really stepped in through 2020 to help you out? Oh, man. I mean, how much time you got? <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, uh, I, no, seriously, because I feel like uh, it's the reason even if I'm, you know, if I'm a musician at all today, you know, in a professional capacity, if I get these amazing opportunities, it's always been thanks to you know, people that were either kind of reacting very positively to what I was doing and then, you know, always the constant encouragement. Um, like you were referencing that video, um, exactly like I say in the video, like at least when you have this awareness that 
people are paying attention to what you're doing, that there are some people that actually care. Yeah. It makes a big difference. Definitely. Definitely. We, I experienced the same thing on my end um, in regards to this podcast. Like we had a, a couple live shows that we had to, you know, readjust and, and do to ensure the safety of everyone. But people were, you know, more than willing and still very engaged. Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. I find people tried to not make it weird for us. Which was dope, which is like a different change of pace. Because normally you're there to appease the crowd and there's not really reciprocation back until they're like, yes, we approve of this talent. Yes. But what should in, you, yeah. Yeah, in this case, it was like, no, we're going to make this a comfortable environment for you because we understand that you're still bringing us your art. You're still bringing us these vibes um, regardless of what's going on. So I feel like it, it brought not only the talent closer together, but also the connection with um, the listeners. Did you find that as well? The audience, yes. Definitely. And even from, you know, from the beginning of when it was going on, you know, I was receiving some messages from people that were saying, you know, we'll look forward, you know, to the next video you post, the next, uh, you know, because really, like, really enjoy it. And, And yes, and since, um, some communications from people also that say things like, "Ah, oh, you know, I woke up today and I was having a, a, a bit of a difficult day, and uh, you know, I, I, that was one of your songs that I listened to, and you know, it, made, it helped make me feel better." Um, to really be able to to really know also the effect that what of what we do on our audience that's yep. very, that's precious, you know, yeah. because then, yeah, like. There's a sense of purpose there. That's definitely the best part. And you're obviously you guys can pick up on the accent. You picked up on how I said his name. He's from Montreal. You know, you're not that far away from Toronto. Um, what is the scene like over there in terms of R and B soul? Like, what is it looking like? Because I know in Toronto we have a lot of bubbling talent in regards to R and B and soul. But Montreal, I haven't really heard too much. I'm not too sure if it's because it's uh, mostly sung in French, or what the case may be. So, what's the what's the scene like over there, in Montreal? That's that's a uh, it's a good question, and I mean, I I could only provide an incomplete answer to that, obviously, because uh, you know I only have um, you know my own experience to really look at things through. Yeah. But in general, you know, I'll just say that Montreal is a city where I actually became, you know, an artist and a performer, you know, so that's really what it represents for me as a scene. You know, nice. it was a place that was welcoming enough that someone like me could, you know, could arrive not really knowing anybody yeah. and, you know, armed with nothing, but just, you know, what I love to do, which was singing and still be able to kind of like eke out a bit of a niche and find an audience, you yeah. know, so. It's really, yeah, it's really in the people and your openness. That's amazing. That's amazing. Because you do hear you are originally from Cameroon. And so, like, especially when it, in terms of black, in terms of <laughs> black people, like, especially black people that come from predominantly black areas, a lot of times they come to America mm-hmm. and they don't understand that black is like a thing. It's like it's separate own, like, entity <laughs> over here in North America. Like, you've just known yourself as... Clarelle, like you don't know yourself as anybody else. So when people are are treating you in a way, when the community still steps in and says, you know what, we don't care if you're from somewhere else. We see other places where it's not that accepting. And so to be able to come to Montreal and still do what you love and have people accept with opening arms, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it is an exchange, you know. 
know, because like to your point, yes, it's true as as someone, you know, any foreigner arriving into a scene, you know, there is that process of really kind of like understanding the sort of uh, scene you're in and the place yeah. and the people. And, uh, and, you know, there's as much taking as there is giving, you know, you bring what you have culturally speaking, um, emotionally, you know, and everything you bring, you make a contribution, but you also, I mean, in my case, I, I am every day enriched by, you know, all the different people from so many, like well, different walks of life that I meet here, you know? Yeah. Um, so in general, yeah, there's always, a at least that's it, like that openness, that willingness of like, okay, maybe I don't understand or I've never seen this. Yeah. You know, this is coming from a different place than what I know, but I'm curious, like, you know, what's behind this and, yeah. you know, where can this go and how can this feel, you know? And I feel like we don't get a lot of special people if people don't have that open-mindedness at the beginning, right? Like if you don't allow people to have that ability to grow, especially in their talents, then people will, will not grow. You know, we do public service. So it's like we, at this, <laughs> at, while we are making art for ourselves, we also do make it for others as well. So, you know, when you, you kind of need that reciprocation in order for it to progress and for you to know that you're on the right path. We're joined by Alicia. Hi. Alicia is my co-host Hi, on the Alicia. show. How are you? <laughs> Pleasure. We're just talking about um, his move from Cameroon to Montreal, how people were, like, so yeah. accepting of just him and his and his talent and yeah. his music. We've heard his music, like, that song, Blackstone, bro. I, listen, that song is deadly. That is <laughs> a deadly song. Marlon Cosine is pretty That good. is a deadly song. <laughs> <laughs> It's a beautiful song. That one, I like that one. I like Lonely Dance a lot. You guys should check out Blackstone and Lonely Uh, Dance. If you guys want to start at (laughs) anywhere in his catalog, those two performances, especially Uh, you got to perform for the late night show with uh, Stephen Colbert. How was that? Even though you didn't get to like be in the studio and all that stuff. Fly over. I mean, honestly, it's the kind of experience that just leaves you completely, I mean, both grateful and just stunned, you know. Yeah. Because like we're talking about, you know, when you start making music and sort of like making, uh, growing your audience, you know, you're always hoping that more and more people are going to notice what you do. But then when it's someone or like a, a show or an institution of that caliber, um, yeah, that was just a real. I was very proud of that. Yeah, man. Yeah, as you should be, man. That's <laughs> a, listen. That's one of the the major telling points of someone that's on the brink of like another <laughs> level, another level. Because when you get on those late night shows, that's like sure. it's like the audition, right? Exactly. You should have definitely been on your list of things to do in 2020. Yeah, definitely. Oh, how man. Gonna, well, how are you going to top it now? We're <laughs> yeah. about to wrap up 2020 going into 2021, and hopefully it's a better year. Um, so how do you plan on topping something like that? Man, honestly, uh, I, I plan on just continuing to try and make the best music that I can. You know, it's one of those things. I can't really tell you that it's something that I, you know, calculated or planned for. Mm-hmm. You know, I think... For as long as I've been a musician and a performer, I've always tried to stick to just making music that that I felt I really like connected with, you know, and just putting that out there in the most truthful and honest way. Nice. And so far, you know, I, I, I'm I'm just very grateful to be able to say that in general there is a great reaction, uh, you know, to, to what I do as long as I you know keep that honesty to it. So really, I just keep on, <laughs> I just plan on keeping on doing that. 
Yeah, the the authenticity is very apparent. Like, there's no, like, there's some people you can tell that there's, like, a character or they're putting on for certain reasons. With you, it's very genuine. Like, when you talk Man, about your you. influences, like, <laughs> his, his, one of his influences is Curtis Mayfield. Oh, wow. Like, that's not, that's not just that's not a normal a thing. It's not influence. an everyday influence <laughs> for people to have the push. Oh, man. Uh, so really? Like, I mean, I feel like those are the kinds of, uh, I mean, because either you're influenced by people like that or you're influenced by people that have been influenced by people yeah. like that. You yeah. know, like what what they just brought to music, like you were saying, so authentic, so pure. You yeah. cannot help but be moved by it. Well, yeah, so ma- I don't uh, think so many people realize how much Curtis Mayfield they actually listen to. Like when you listen to "Touch the Sky," you're listening to Curtis Mayfield, <laughs> or you're listening to uh, yeah. uh, Justin Timberlake, mm-hmm. Pusher Man. Like you're listening to Curtis that's, Mayfield. That's Curtis. Yeah, you know, so and, uh... he's in everything, man. He's in everything. Um, who do you think? Because I know with a lot of creatives, a big uh, problem at the beginning, at least, was that people mm-hmm. were finding hard, finding it difficult to be inspired. Um, creatively, mm. did you look to anyone for inspiration this year? Was there anyone that was like, "Yo, if they're doing that, I could do this." I gotta step up my game too. Yeah. Oh man, I mean, especially when like just in Montreal, there are so many people doing amazing things. You know, just like fellow creatives that are just uh, carving out niches for themselves and just really, you know, like bringing their message out and. I mean, in general, like in terms of creativity, in terms of what kind of spurs me on to like create or what kind of motivates me to try and capture something in sound, it often comes through like a real life sort of like situation. So in general, I found myself very moved by people that are really in um, sort of like that are always keeping an ear out. And, and when you listen to their work, you can tell that they've been drawing from a breadth of influence yeah. you know there are so many people that do that but one person in particular that really drew my attention this year just because you know it was somebody that i'd heard of that you probably also heard of but mm. i hadn't really delved into his story was quincy jones oh, and nice. um Yes, and obviously, I mean, there's nothing to be said about the output. We already know, yeah. you know like everything yeah. he's done, but also no, just this, this this approach of like you know the hearing different things and like you know like taking uh you know like oh ah, are we there back? We go. we're yeah. back we're alive okay hello <laughs> got we're you back? yes we're back we're back <laughs> the fbi heard you talking about quincy jones they had to uh, just uh, shut it down really quickly <laughs> <laughs> we had to shut that down before you got into the girlfriends worldwide you know the starting oh, fresh man. Breaks, all that oh stuff. boy no, 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 no. oh man but that's another aspect of, of his of his work that really touched me is also like his his um, influence reaches so far beyond the confines of just music, oh, yeah. music creation, you know, and, and uh, yeah, like he's uh, he's often referred to as you know a literal one of the last few real actual living geniuses we have, and and uh, yeah, and he yeah. does show that not just through his work but also through the people that he you know that he kind of like tries to kind of bring out front you know like he's just got a great ear and a great yeah. taste i guess yeah you gotta i think we don't look at that enough when we're talking about like geniuses legends mm-hmm. like we gotta also talk about the people they co-sign the yeah. people they put on mm-hmm. and how much greatness they've achieved like 
When you're talking Quincy Jones, you talk about Michael Jackson. You talk about Will Smith, Frank Sinatra, like a, a crazy laundry list of legends that he birthed. Yeah. In a sense. You know what I mean? And yeah, he's hip. There's him as a genius. There's Elon Musk and there's Ja Rule. I think that's the last <laughs> three. Ja Rule. Oh the last three ones we have left. <laughs> oh, we lost it again. Oh, it's back again. I was going to say, um, what's his name? Clyde Davis. Clyde Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Clyde Davis. I mean, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Who else? Um, Is there any other geniuses? Um, who am I looking for? Oh my gosh. There's got to be a woman genius like Oprah. I think Oprah's a eh, genius. Yeah. <laughs> or is it Oprah's team? See, that's the one. Yeah. Pioneer. Ooh. For I mean, we didn't I mean, do that, Oprah. Really, really, my bad. Really but I was going to also say, like, um, why can't I think of his name? He looks like Santa. And he, he started. Um, <laughs> Richard Branson. No, uh, okay. Richard Branson does not look like Santa. But he's a genius. He is a genius. He's a genius, though. He's he's Frig. What's his name? He worked with. Looks Russell like Simmons Santa. Oh, of, oh, um, Rick. Yeah, Rick Rubin. <laughs> Rick Rubin. Yeah, Rick Rubin. I guess. Rick Rubin Beastie is Boys definitely a genius. He has worked with everybody. Everyone. Yeah. Is Pharrell a genius? Then that doesn't mean you're a genius. You work with everybody. Nah, but like I think you like money if you work with everybody. No, but I'm <laughs> saying like every very very talented person, he has had um, his hand in it because he was the one that actually helped uh, with Run DMC. Yeah, I remember that he was their tour manager and shit, mm-hmm. and then uh, came up with the Def Jam logo with uh, Russell, mm-hmm. or should I say, he who must not be named, <laughs> <laughs> Bali Man. <laughs> This guy's on Clubhouse in Bali. What a sickle. Was he? He's on Clubhouse? He's on Clubhouse, though. There was a day when he was on there, and people were like, who let Russell Simmons on to Clubhouse? The same people that let Tori, that let... Uh, I'm tired of that entire argument. Is your MacBook here? Yeah. Can we do this, please, quickly? Oh, oh, he's here. Am I back? You're back. Sorry. (laughs) You're back. He just said I was the host now. I was like, what? (laughs) It's probably for the best. We'll see. We'll see what happens, man. This Wi-Fi stuff is is tricky stuff, man. It's, don't worry. Don't even worry about it. Hey, it's all good. But we'll Sorry get back that. into it. We'll get back into it. So you are a mm-hmm. song. You're not just a person that sings songs. You're a person that writes songs. So I've always wanted to know um, this. I want to know: Is it more rewarding singing your own music, or is it equally just as rewarding uh, writing a song for someone else? and hearing them perform it? That's a very good question. To be honest, I haven't really written much for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't necessarily speak to that, but there's, you know, uh, the pleasure um, I get out of singing a song that I really like, you know, is is unique, you know, and and I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to basically uh, pass that up, you know. Um, at the same time, from a songwriter's perspective, sometimes there are things that you just hear a certain way and that you just want to hear a certain way, you know, mm-hmm. sort of like trying to write the music you want to hear. And that's where, that's why I think writing songs is, is unique, you know, and yeah. it's something that I, I feel like I will always be drawn to. Like if there are some things that you can hear and you're not hearing anybody else doing something similar, then to hear them, the only thing you, you can do is really make it, right? Yeah, so that yeah. It, <laughs> it becomes real. Uh, but obviously, the only reason even it's something that I, I was ever inspired to do was because I grew up, I was lucky to grow up 
surrounded by a lot of amazing music, you know, all of us and listening to. So I know how that feels, you know, when there's a great song you like and that, that, that is, and when it hits you, you know, yep, I know how yep. that feels. So, yep. yeah, because I just always wondered because I know I've written, like I've written a script for mm. a play and was just as satisfied, gratified, as if Somebody I had else performing it, yeah, as if I had done the play myself, being a part of it. So it's like because, especially like you said, you don't know where some people will take it. Some yeah. people can take it in directions uh, you didn't even, even imagine. Imagine, yeah. imagine. So it's like that could be a trip. I imagine yeah. that must have been a lot of fun. Just watch your creation oh come my. to life. It's That's, crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Like I can imagine it being insane <laughs> through song, much less like a play. Like a play, it was yeah, it was incredible. Um, I love to see how people interpret the art because it's like you're performing it and you're practicing it yeah. for it to be art. Absolutely. But also the way you're doing it and tweaking it is mm-hmm. art in itself. Yeah. So it's like. It's true. Yeah. It's and crazy. actually that's something I've, I've I've learned or I'm learning now, like more recently. It's just really, really learning how to be also a good interpret of even the songs that I write, you know, because. Mm-hmm. That's really what it's, it is, right? Like in the delivery and yep. maybe you have the sort of like structure figured out, but really learning how to bring it to life. And because I did, I sang, uh, I still do sing like a lot of covers. So I, I, it's something, it's an exercise I love engaging in, you know, yeah. like just taking a, 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 a foundation that someone has, has set and then trying to really make it your own yep. and, and serve it in a way that feels fresh. That That's... I think that's the always the difficult part, especially when you're talking about a cover. Like, yeah, when people do covers, <laughs> it's some classic songs. It's like mm-hmm. so it's the way people have loved it for so long, and now here yeah. you come trying to tweak it and manipulate it. But like yeah. when you're able to pull it off and people still receive it, great. Like you've th- essentially just created your own version. I think the best part mm-hmm. of when people do covers and stuff like that is when they can be authentic, mm-hmm. um, and be real and like the part of them comes out that will make that unique like the song mm-hmm. unique, yeah, or yeah, that yeah, part yeah. of the song unique do you know what i mean or that like no like chris brown has his his yay, yay. yay. <laughs> no but even Cisco. with like this this christmas right oh yeah um, yeah we yeah. talked about Ooh. this not too long ago Ooh. and Ooh. i was listening to a christmas playlist and this christmas came on but it wasn't chris brown no. version it wasn't even the original version it yeah. was the next one and i was like nah bro but like, they're trying to sing it like chris brown now yeah. is what i noticed with that song particular if it's he's not taking Brown, over that we song. Don't want it. Yeah, he's taking over that <laughs> song because I've I've noticed every interpolation after is after his version. Mm-hmm. So like they'll add okay. on to, they'll add on to his version, not like Nat King Cole or Nina Simone or, Hathaway. or Donna Hathaway. Yeah, like okay, he, they're then... trying to do it after Chris Brown's version. So I think he's successfully taken over that song. That's my. I should uh, I should listen to it then because um I I I've, I was re- recently listening to Donny Hathaway's version and I haven't yet made my way to the other ones. Mm-hmm. Apparently, his Chris Brown's version is the only one that actually charted. It, I like yeah. That. What? His, his was yeah. His it's very it's very run it's very run heavy, which is what you know a lot of R and B these days mm-hmm. is very run mm-hmm. heavy. So I think mm-hmm. that's why people love that version because you could play with it so much. 
Um, but yeah, no, that was a body. He, it was a movie, and the song came out. How'd you not see this, man? Now nah, we gotta get it this Christmas. We gotta I know, get it. I know. I gotta, you, man. I mean, ever since I moved to North America, I feel like it's an exercise that I'm, I'm, I haven't stopped doing. Just updating my pop culture, you know, like knowledge. Yeah. Like I gotta catch up. I gotta, <laughs> That's amazing. I um, stay afloat. So I don't know if you asked this, but um, which Canadian creative would you love to collaborate with? Ooh, that's a good one. It could be that anybody. It could be either artists, uh, producers, photographers, videographers, chef. whomever. Whoever is in a chef. creative space and that's Canadian. <laughs> that's a very good question. Canadian creative. Um... You should get someone off OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's elevate, let's elevate okay. the art, brother. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, everybody. Hey, if uh, if you know, I heard Michael B. Jordan made his move over, so yeah. I, mean, I think it's, it's it's open now. You got it, but do you know, it I mean, <laughs> but I've been uh, honestly, it's it's a very good question. I find myself because honestly, I I'm just there's, there's a lot of names, you know, that yeah. that come up when I think about that kind of thing. But in general, you'll probably be somebody. That that operates in a you know world and a field very different from mine because Ooh. that's really exciting mm. to just sort of like be presented with that challenge of like ooh like okay this is like I don't know this you know I don't know this world yeah. I don't know this um, this experience but I mean uh, earlier I was you know you, when we were talking about um, some creatives that I know that kind of I found really inspiring and I'm sure you guys must have heard of um, work like what people like Backwash have been doing lately yeah, and yeah. how like you know that for instance in, in t- musically sonically that is a pretty good example of a universe that is just completely like to me it's, it's different, you yeah. know, it's different from what I listen to, it's different from what I usually play. Yeah. So, you know, that's an idea, for instance, where I'm thinking, wow, like, I'm curious, you know, because yeah. I, I, as someone that's so melody, like, based, you know, yeah. like, existing in a more rhythmic, I mean, there's a lot of, but but that's one example, you know, like, yeah. if you'd ask me the question tomorrow, like, I'd roll out another list <laughs> of, like... <laughs> yeah, no, but we see a lot of those uh, contrasting genres working really well. Like, we're talking about uh, rolling in the deep with Adele and how well that did in the house community. Oh, yeah. And, sure. like, you talk about um, the Jay-Z Linkin Park collab. Mm-hmm. That was right, huge, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, right. I think you would be great with, like, a Jesse Reyes. Yeah, I think Jesse sure. Reyes. Yeah, Jesse man, like Reyes that's uh, that's that 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 was. You guys both play art, guitar. But... You guys both do soul. <laughs> you guys do, both have very unique voices. I think it would be a match made in heaven. And that also, be... she loves to songwrite. Yeah, so great songwriter. Also, that's it. And I, I really like that because some you know, like I was saying about songwriting, sometimes there's things that only you can say because yeah. only you you know have lived your life, right? Yeah. So. So like that's that's what's always interesting for me about hearing work by people that are that often created, um, because then you really you're picking into their world and uh, specifically to the point of Jesse Reyes is someone I know is she's an artist that has such a like when she when she writes she's really she's passion, telling it you know passion. when you listen to yep. her she's you know she's putting it all on the all table she's not holding yep. anything back and uh, like I have a lot of admiration for that yeah she I think and I I could I think I can tell when two artists have sat down and wrote a song together as opposed to when it's been written for them or they haven't been in the same <laughs> space yeah. to write mm-hmm. together because there's a certain intimacy on the track that you can just feel 
Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's almost palpable. Like, it's different from just, like, hearing that, yeah, this person sent their song over in an email. This person sent it over <laughs> in an email. And now yeah. we matched it together. The engineers did the thing. Yeah. Like, you you can feel the difference, I feel like, in, in a lot of music. It's true. I guess the, the tricky part can be sometimes, like, having that very personal individual, individual touch in the music and at the same time reaching, you know, a lot of people. Yeah. That's really, like, that's really when it gets... Like you have to really know like what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, and that that must hurt with like even things you're doing yourself. Like how have the virtual performance has been for you during this year. Like, do you enjoy that? Mm. Is it like a different experience? Is it one you enjoy? I feel. I think I'm in general. I'm still able to enjoy you know the performance because if only because I'm doing it. So to an extent, as I'm doing it, I can find that same sense of enjoyment of it. Yeah. That I have. Um, from just singing, you know, and playing the music. There's still an enjoyment. There's always an aspect of it I'm always able to enjoy, regardless of where I'm performing. Just yeah, like as I'm playing, as, I, as I'm listening to what I'm doing, I can find a sense of, of enjoyment there. But obviously that distance and um, playing for people, but not really because you're on the <laughs> yeah. other side of the screen, um, it, it's different. It's yeah. different, certainly. And, uh, and I'm sure I'm not alone in, in hoping that eventually... Uh, we, I can go back to doing more live and in person, you know, because yeah. there's nothing quite as feeling that appreciation live. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Having a room full of people is definitely a different experience than just having an internet chat full of people. Right? <laughs> the energy, yeah, the energy is different. I'm, t- I'm, I'm tired of the LOLs. I, I need those in real life. <laughs> I need those in real life. Uh, but we can't wait till, uh, you know, everything is back up and running and your shows are back so that we can attend. Um, you know, oh, we got, I got to hear that in person. Um, I definitely got to bring my lady cause you know, it's going to be a good Ooh. night. You feel me? It's going to be a good night. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us. Um, sticking thank through these little technical me. difficulties. It's been great getting to talk to you, man. Um, thank you so much. Kervasier for bringing us you. together. Um, yes. you know, like, like we said, they're, totally involved in the advancement of Canadian music and culture and collaborations that they put together like this is like a great display of it. So thank you so much, Cravassier. Thank you so much, Claire. Thank you. And have thank a good you. one, man. And you too, guys. God bless. Thank have you so one. much. Yo, what's going on, Gravy Gang? It's your boy, Marlon. And today's episode is sponsored by Cravassier. Now, Cravassier is the world's most awarded cognac house, and they honor their code. When we share success, it's about creating opportunities for everyone around us and inspiration for those of us that follow. Cravassier is committed to the advancement of Canadian music and culture. And who better to sponsor when you are a part of that community then the extra gravy in the gravy gang. Am I right? <laughs> Collaboration is one of the most important aspects of a community. We know that. Without it, we'd be left to fend for ourselves, and no one makes it by themselves, guys. It's important that we highlight the community for coming together to ensure that our creatives are still able to work and create in a time filled with uncertainty. And when you have someone that believes in you like Carvassier, it's so much easier to create and to honor your code and to do it for your community and with your community. So go out, get you a bottle. Shout out to Cavassier. All right. Oh, a lot of money <laughs> on my body. That's <laughs> Every, we're going to start a drinking game. Every time Alicia mentions, mentions her salary, we're going to fucking make her drink. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else. <laughs> um, yeah. it, let's just forget all that right now. 
ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world, Alicia does not know who Roddy Rebel is. And I am personally feeling like that's very anti-black. I know who Roddy Rich is and... Oh, my God. This is, you're anti, anti-black. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Okay, you know. Thank you, Jesus. Yo, spit, what up, Crowdy? My heart. This is a Christmas classic. All these social networks and these computers got these niggas rocking like they some shooters. See them in real life, they're trying to bust my nose. Like pussy cut the same shit from your computer. Alicia dance, you guys don't understand. I haven't seen Alicia dance since like 2007. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't even know, yo. Alicia used to be a non-song girl, you know. I do not know. Hanson Road. About. Anybody that went to Golden Banco Hall, Fresh Prince West Edition, you already oh know. Um, you saw Alicia doing the Badman fall and Badman pull up. You saw it. <laughs> Three steps. She was on either side of the party. It was crazy. Yep. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> long jumping in that bitch. <laughs> oh my God, Roddy Rebel is home. What a day! I didn't even know he was in jail. I didn't know his name. I really didn't. Put two shots in his chair. In his chair. Ran down. He jumped the fence. He jumped the fence. Ooh. I ran down in my tent. Ran down in my. Saw the pussy through the tent. I was in that boy meth dance. I'm amped with some shit that is stand. That is stand. Ooh. Put two shots in his friends. Two his friends. Ooh. Get the shots, D. I go win. Shots, the bitch. Shots, D. I go win. Roddy Rebel is home. Roddy. Pardon me? He's the original Roddy. He's the original Roddy. Yeah. But he's Rowdy. He's the Jamaican version. Roddy's like the. Oh. I guess the American. American version? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So he's from America. He's not from America. He sounds like he's from America. No, he is. He's from New York. But he's Jamaican. I'm pretty sure his background is Jamaican. You're just assuming. Well, I know Bobby's background is Jamaican. And they're best friends. So I'm just assuming. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, are they related? His like- name's Rowdy. It must be Jamaican. Like, there's Jamaican flatbush influences somewhere. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> he, he eats a Rasta pasta. That's all I'm saying. He calls it oxtails. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oxtails? Oxtails. <laughs> That's the southern. Nah, that's everywhere in America without no, prejudice. I, I've heard people say it in Cali. I've heard people say it in New York. It's sickening. Yeah. All you guys need to stop. I don't even like oxtail, and I don't call it oxtail. <sighs> Please, the hate speech. <laughs> it's way too early for the hate speech. First, first you come on anti-black. Then you flash your salary in our face. I did it. I was making (laughs) in a pandemic (laughs) in a fucking Panera bread. (laughs) And now you say you don't like oxtail hate speech. She's going full Caucasian on us, folks. She's she's become an aristocrat. The checks, the zeros have clouded her mind. (laughs) She's drunk with power. (laughs) Uh, How's your week? It was fine. What did I do? Nothing. Nice. Just worked. Just drink red wine. Nice. Red, red wine. You got to play that at some point while we're drinking it. 
Like, okay. It's, I, I never it's did just that rules. before, but I you gotta do it. And you have to put on Insta story and gravy gang. You will hold her accountable. Okay. Next you, time I open a bottle, you're not allowed to wish anyone a prog- progressive and productive day. Aggressive. <laughs> I just remixed it's it because I, I was like, "What's the first p word?" There's another p word. <laughs> progressive. We could have changed that uh, during the whole uh, riots and shit like that. That's what mm, I should have been saying. True. I hope you have a, a progressive and positive, <laughs> a progressive and productive. That's the two point That's the two point I hope you have a protesting. You have a protesting progressive day. Um, um, yeah, shit. my week was cool. You know, uh, just kicked it. Nice. Bought more sneakers. Ooh, what kind? And how um, much? I'm joking. Don't tell us how much. Don't flash your money in our face again. Which ones did I get? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, look at that. See the rich? Oh, they just the, uh, <laughs> buy things frivolously. <laughs> Fuck us, right? I Fuck brands. The, what are labels? I got the Comme de Garcon Air Force. Oh, the Comme de Garcon. <laughs> Nothing calm about those fucking prices. <laughs> <laughs> those ones were pretty expensive. Retail on top of that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Jeez. We're doing that drinking game. I got that. What we're else doing did I get? that. Mark down, one. actually, mark down every time. <laughs> Every time, put like an asterisk beside the topic. What are we gonna do? Pop open one <laughs> and of at the, the end of the episode, game? the next episode, we'll come back. She has to do that many shots in a row wow. before the episode begins. Yes, that's ridiculous. that'll teach you. <laughs> we'll eat the rich one day, people. I just said there's lot sneakers. I also got the uh, the they came in um, Jordan ones, the black metallic and gold. Ah, I wasn't really feeling those. They actually look good when they're on your Like feet. on feet? Well, yeah, I guess it just really depends on what you're wearing. I didn't see them on foot. Like I saw them just like, you know, when they just post the sneaker. Yeah. And it was one of those like dynamic angles. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't really like fitting. <laughs> well, well, one of the, those are pretty classic. They've been remade a couple of times. Mm. And I think that this and the 2003 version have been the best ones. Um, mm. I don't know. I got them for like pretty much retail. So I was like, okay. And it's really, it's not a shoe that I'm going to be rocking every day. You like, should do a Jordan map what? for what city, what Jordans represent each city, like major oh, city. Because I think that Toronto's, like if you're talking Toronto, yeah, Grape 8's, Bumblebee 1's. I think okay. that is, <laughs> that's the Toronto I remember at least. Oh, <laughs> like, you know like what I mean? Like what we wore, what we wore growing okay, up, like what so was, was like, we definitely have like Raptors. Oh no, we had, no, not like that. No, not those. We saw that caption, which you spelled wrong, by the way. I need what? you to fix that. What did I talk, you put, you said Raptors on for, yeah. and I was like, I think she meant in for, but no. could be wrong. It's because I originally was going to put Raptors on three, but they're a Jordan four. Uh, you so should have th- said in four because then it would have been like the series. Like the Raptors. The it don't matter. It's basketball. I mean, it doesn't even matter now. <laughs> 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 that post is two days old. So. It's too late. Yeah. It's fucking too late. It's too late to go back. Yeah. We're um, done with that. <laughs> I bought my mom a snowblower. That's what's For up. Christmas. You know, so you don't have to go to her house and. No, well, I no, never I did that, work. anyways. But <laughs> I was like, "Mama, let that shit melt. You ain't going nowhere." <laughs> like, no, nah, but it's like illegal to have your uh, driveway and uh, the, any pathways full of snow. I can suck my chestnuts. I no, don't care what's real. illegal. What the hell are you telling me? It's my property, nigga. Because if somebody is on it and they fall, they can. So see I can you. shoot someone on my property, but I can't. I gotta shovel my driveway. I don't think you're allowed <laughs> to shoot somebody on your <laughs> property here. I am here. <laughs> yes, it's self defense. Are we even? If someone. To have- 
Yes, if you have a permitted gun, yeah, and it's stashed away in a safe place, a permit, like there's a certain place that you have it it in. You have to have it in a certain case with certain keys. If you got that and you got enough time to take that bitch out. You can do it. Nigga. My friend, she used to live... (laughs) She used to live in a house, and she had, like, a bunch of roommates and shit like that. And um, I guess it was a major snowstorm, so it just continued to keep snowing, snowing, snowing. And they all work full-time, so they left in the daytime. Mm -hmm. Uh, Apparently, somebody on the street was walking by, slipped, uh, hurt themselves, maybe broke a hip, and they sued. They were going to sue the house, and they didn't even own the house. They were just renting it. So there was this whole lawsuit for, like, years and years between... The kids, like the people that lived in the house and rented it, the owner and the person that hurt themselves. And it's just because, you know, and even if a mailman is delivering mail and they slip, but the, they can sue too. But what if someone decides to go to my driveway? They just hate me, right? Purpose to slip. They go to my That's sidewalk and they pour hot water all over the sidewalk. <laughs> it's minus 30. Yeah. <laughs> And now it freezes over and someone slips. Yep. And I was at work. Well, I would hope that you have cameras outside at this point. What happens if... <laughs> okay, but what happens if... What happens if it freezes over while I'm at work? While no one's home. It freezes over and in that time someone slips. I'm liable? Yeah. That makes absolutely no sense. I mean, you just have to have a really good case of like why it wasn't cleared and shit like that. <laughs> so right? I'm supposed to prove when Mother Nature kicked in in my specific area? You people are sick. <laughs> white people will find anything to sue for. Black people ain't suing for that. In America, black people be suing for. A oh life. yeah, when they do it on purpose, <laughs> not the people who just live in their life. <laughs> if a black person slips in life, <laughs> you so, just uh, I got racism to deal with. Let's just walk my, on. <laughs> my friend, this is a fucked up suing story. My friend, she's from California, and she said that one day she was uh, at recess. She was in grade like four or something like that. Five. She sued someone in grade five. Jesus and Christ. she was playing on the monkey bars, <laughs> and it was. During recess, just having a fucking blast, doing some crazy shit, like uh, acrobatic shit on the monkey bars. As we do. She fell, Mm -hmm. dislocated her shoulder, broke her arm. Why her mama go into the school? And how much they win? They won. I don't know how much, but they fucking won. Listen, I am. (laughs) I'm showing up to my kid's school in a ski mask. (laughs) I'm showing up to my kid's school in a ski mask. I'm bringing that little nigga arm. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Throw him off the monkey bars one time. Do it for the family. (laughs) That's all you go here. I was like, that's crazy. All you go here, little man, is do it for the family. (laughs) Shot in the leg. Oh, the jungle gym did it. Oh, Jesus. Who told her to think she was a Juness? Hey. The school did. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's why they lost them dollars. Come up off them coins. Yeah, um, you can sue for anything. <laughs> apparently, uh, I ain't got the money for that. Those legal problems. Um, I guess. Wait, if you win against someone you sue, do you also win that they pay for your legal fees like every you time, or do you have to like? It. Okay, but what if the judge is like, nah? And why would the judge say nah? Realistically. Um, They're the reason you're I in this position like, and you yeah, won. I feel like the most, like when I watch Judge Judy and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, <gosh>. I mean, <laughs> That's your fucking point of reference. We're done here. <laughs> no, but I'm I saying, feel like when I watch Jerry Springer. <laughs> when I watch Judge Judy. He just has good points. Ways, no, but they usually say like, even if the person kind of tried to embellish how much they that they want mm-hmm. from that person, they'll be like, 
she'd be like, no, I'll give you, make them pay for your legal fees. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah, right? yeah, like yeah. Your legal fees pr- plus the, like, retail price of whatever. I think that's, it like, should start there. other bullshit is whatever. So, yeah, usually you account for it. So. It should start there you if you, it, car, with anybody that wins be because like, oh, you're the reason I'm here. Yeah, like, <laughs> you damaged my car and some shit, your insurance, whatever. You're suing your someone. Insurance I can see it in your eyes. You're, gun- you're going to sue someone. I mean, I in your know. life, you will. <laughs> I know. <laughs> See, our whole time, that me? No. Maybe. Okay, maybe Sundays. Probably. Sundays. Tell these niggas don't fuck with me. Oh, Jesus. Why's it gotta be niggas? Why can't it be a bitch? Nah, nah. I ain't for the anti men thing this today. Listen, Not today. Yes. All right, today. <laughs> I'm not going to sue right, a girl because I'm here day. for uh, female trash. empowerment, women empowerment. <laughs> the men are trash. As long as you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've Yo, we've had that song. That's probably the longest running joke on this whole podcast. Yes. <laughs> it's the men are trash. Me and Jason used to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, yeah, no, this week was um, it was dope. I did uh, the snowblower thing. Me and my girl saw the Red Wedding episode of Game of Thrones. Um, wow. What a moment. What a moment. I, you know when you tell someone, like, you're going to lose your mind. It's, it's you will stand on this bed. I did see her tweet some shit. I've she, never it happened, Thrones, so. and everything I predicted, she stood on yeah. the bed. It was insane. Oh. And then I showed her the reaction videos. Because, like, that's the great, one of the greatest television episodes of all time. And it's just justified with the fact that you could find a million reaction videos to that episode. Got you. It's unreal. You you got listen. You are a binger. I know, but the thing is, I don't like that mystical shit. Like that mystical wizard. For the most part, it's not stuff. that. To be honest, so for the most yeah. part, what you're dealing with is like it's like you're watching how the government runs. It's pretty fucked up because like you see how these guys like a lot of times they'll say things that you you're like this is like the government mentality this is like the aristocrats of the world like this mm-hmm. is how they view us mm-hmm. and you see it play out and just this fight for power and it's not really like for the most part it's not mystical stuff like in the end it's about dragons and all that other stuff but for the most part it's just about politics and spice and mix up and this brother's fucking <sighs> a sister and it's a lot of That'd shit, man. It's great. I think you'd really like shit. it. I think you'd really I'll like try it. Try it. Did you try Grand Army yet? No, remember I told you I was already started watching. Oh it. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so yeah I yeah. finished it. I only had a it was Norm who didn't see it. Yeah, uh, left and yeah, yeah. Great fucking show. Good show, it really man. Is. It really I can't is. wait for season two. Is there gonna be a season two? It has to. That Asian little bitch. Why <laughs> <laughs> well, she gotta be a little bitch? Well, she, she is a little bitch. bitch. She's honestly, I've seen memes that she's the most annoying person in the history of television. I'm like, girl, I'm. So, I might be on board. I might be on board. She, she's up there. Yeah, like, I really hate Joffrey, but there, no, there's so much stuff that no, it has to be another season. There's so many different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of places it can go that it could go. Yeah, because we need to see what. Um, <clears throat> What's her name? What's the black don't girl? Don't expose. Don't don't spoil alert the people. No, but we need to see what the black girl does. Yeah. Um we need to see what the Asian how the Asian girl will pans be out. Yeah. 
mended. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need, I'm so happy for the other girl, Joe. The Indian guy coming out. Yeah, like yeah. there's so many storylines. It has to be more. I love how diverse the storylines are too. Yeah, it's there's like everything. It not even just everything. in culture, like in terms of like mentality, even mm-hmm. amongst young people. Like you're seeing the super woke girl who just clings on to any movement and all that. So it's it's great. It's yeah, great. Yeah, but you're yeah you're just able to see like issues that not just kids go through, but like like adults and mm-hmm. stuff like that go through as well. So um, it's it's a great story. Yeah. I definitely think that they need to continue that, and if they don't. Mm-mm. I've heard the crown is good. I've so, I've seen the first episode and I was like, this intrigues me. What's no, okay, my palate? So I was so hype about it, right? Because <laughs> I was like, oh shit! Like, imagine being a fucking royal. Mm. And I finished season one, and now I can't just like. Is it based continue. on a true story or is it like? Yeah, it's based off of the queen's life. Okay. They they've added some things for dramatic effect, of course. Yeah, yeah, they've added a couple of things, like a different couple of characters. But for the most part, it's just like all the history, and obviously. Because I was wondering how could they even get away with that? Yeah, yeah, you it's know, gotta be. It's gotta I'm sure be. Sure, they had their legal team try to work around. But now that I'm on like season two, I have not been able to get into it. Like it just keeps playing in the background, and I haven't been able to like really focus the way that I did for the. F- majority of the mm. first season and so ev- some people said that they usually skip to like season three or just go to season four so that they can start learning about princess diana but i'm not like that either so yeah. i think that i just need to like have some time and just it's not one that i could binge watch as much as i thought i could it's like, like a book honestly it. i just need to like sit and be able to focus what i have been binge watching in the last two days is the queen's gambit Shit's fire. fire. I love her. Fire. I but I love the girl. I don't even know who plays her, but she is just like so Very poised. Yeah. And like the way that she just moves is just like so eloquent. It's like a, like, it's a rhythm. It's like a rhythm to it. Like yeah. there's, it's almost like there's a choreographed dance that's moving very slowly. Like her but, actions and all these shots, like certain shots that they get of her and just like the way her body is positioned. I was like, go ahead, girl. Yeah. I love this. You're so like. She's very statuesque ooh, in her it. movements for <laughs> sure. She, and I love the fact that in that show, they have like the usual loner <clears throat> awkward girl, mm-hmm. but instead of her being weak or anything like that, she's a complete opposite. She's like, she thinks she's better than everybody. Yeah. Right. And yeah. like, you very rarely get that contrast in one character. Mm-hmm. And so like seeing the various stages, she got, you're not done yet. I don't want to no, ruin I, anything I'm, for you. Um, where am I? She's in Paris right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. It yeah. gets better and better. Yeah. It's yeah. good. It's Is really it only good. one season. Uh, yeah, so okay. far, so far at least. I think it should only be one season, honestly. I don't think it's one of those shows that, like, on. how long do you stretch out chess? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and that's the main focus of it is yeah. chess. So I, I feel like it's one of those that should Unless stay they one season. Out, like, a different way where she can, like, change her career. Like, I don't uh, know. I wouldn't, lo- I wouldn't, wa- I wouldn't want to watch it, to be honest. Because yeah. the thing with the whole thing with chess and how it consumes her. Yeah. It's like, because uh, I love chess, mm-hmm. I, I might be biased, so that's what I love about it, is like seeing their mindset. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there were so many strategies for chess and na- names for certain moves and shit. Yeah. I was like, this is a lot. Like P- P7. <laughs> <laughs> P7 to knight four, yeah. knight to king four. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Um, whole different language. Did you learn chess in uh, elementary school? Because um, I was watching it and I had a flashback that in grade five, we created our own chess boards and mm. we had to like learn how to play chess in school. And I don't remember do, like, creating our own, our own booklets and shit like that too. I don't remember creating our own, but I do remember, I think there was um, a teacher that just voluntarily showed us how to play chess because they love chess. Curriculum. 
They, you know what was a part of our curriculum? A chess movie um, called Bobby Fischer. And it's about this little kid who is just insanely good at chess. And it's apparently a true story. Yeah. And he goes on to be the, the what do they call it? The like world, world master, grandmaster grand of, um, of chess. And he goes on to face a guy in Russia. And it's during the Cold War. Mm-hmm. And like every, a lot was even riding on that chess match Bobby in Fischer. terms of mentality because... Everybody in America is watching to make sure that he wins mm-hmm. because it'll be symbolic of their win in the war and shit. So it was, it was really crazy, and that's what really got me in tune with chess. I was like, "Wow, chess is important." Yeah, <laughs> like niggas are banking on a war mm-hmm. over a board game. Nah, this is different. That's crazy. That, I thought that ball seems was like life. it could be like a history type movie just to learn the history of yeah. like the World War, or whatever. Something from a different perspective. I'm pretty sure we learned because of math. I think it was a part of our mm. curriculum or whatever. That's kind of um, dope. I just remember creating my board, and I was really obsessed with hot pink at the time, so I did black oh, and Jesus hot pink. Christ. Of course yeah. you did. <laughs> Nicki Minaj chessboard. <laughs> hot pink. Nicki Minaj's time. Oh, okay? my bad, my this bad. This was very much, how old would I have been? Alicia Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the real Nicki, real Barbie. Nicki, 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 Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah! Oh, uh, one voice screaming today. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> one voice screaming. Norm! <laughs> Norm! Oh, God. Oh, Norm. Norm has a cold. Um, he won't be here today. <laughs> we miss you norm um shout out to everybody watching on youtube uh make sure you guys subscribe 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 <laughs> that was good that was good we'll do that every time okay. <laughs> um make sure you like my channel oh my god like and subscribe hit the bell for notifications um make sure you leave a comment leave a comment let me know what video you want to see next um <laughs> Here I am making fun of YouTubers like I'm not one. Uh, (laughs) uh, Where do we begin? Where do we begin? Let's get to important news first. Uh, Jake Paul. (laughs) Jake Paul. Fucking important. That man is making me look bad. Okay. Now that he's waved that Irish fucking flag. He's sending threats with a lisp. It's like. How do you sp- how do you threaten me? That's Where do you get the self esteem to threaten me? <laughs> <laughs> you have a speech impediment for life. Yeah. You've always had it. Where do you get the gall? <laughs> That's white privilege. <laughs> That's the only thing that can top a speech impediment is white Fucking privilege. Nate, we have to blame Nate. God for this. damn it, Nate. It's all your fault, oh, Robinson. If you, you had to him- just not let him knock you the fuck out. This is the confidence that uh. white men get when they knock out black men. They're already afraid of us. They knock you out. Now you're no longer a fair. He's threatening all types of white boys now. <laughs> that nigga does not everybody. care. Conor McGregor, he not only threatened him, but he said his wife is a four. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> Jake Paul's a fucking four at best. I'll let you tell it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. He ain't one to fucking judge, or maybe he is. Oh, man. Listen. He knows what he is. You call my wife a four. I'm fucking you up. 
And offering me fifty million. You're gonna have to see these hands <laughs> before the fight. <laughs> we got to like I think this should happen. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. I'm I gonna think- be honest, I think it should happen for one reason only. Just one reason. Not, I don't think that. it's gonna be a great oh. fight. I don't think it's gonna be entertaining. I don't think it's gonna be like an epic fight or anything like that. But I do acknowledge, which is a part of boxing, a part of just professional fighting, if we're being honest, the entertainment, entertaining part of it. Right? You know he's that. He's a fucking troll on Instagram. He's a troll. That's how he got the way he is. He's a troll, and Connor's arguably the biggest and best troll in UFC history, if we're being real. They both talk that talk. You talk in pregame boxing, like. I would want them to drag this out for six months. (laughs) I would want this to be dragged out for six months. Six months of content for them to train and for them to talk shit in various countries (laughs) to to promote this fight. I would watch it. I would see it. It'd be great. I think we'd get a lot of great sound bites out of it. I love white on white crime. I think it pushes a great narrative. (laughs) <laughs> if he's actually like Irish, yes, fuck he is. Of course he's God Irish. He's every white fucking thing in the world. Wait, Holy who's shit, Irish? Paul. Jake? No, yeah. Jake Paul's Irish as well? Yeah, Jake Paul. So why did he call him an Irish fuck? That's why he had the flag. That's why I was But like, he wait, called him it no, but Connor is Irish yeah, and he called him an Irish, Irish fuck. He was saying that we're both Irish fucks. Nope, no, no, he didn't. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, like, no. That's very weird. Does he not know his background? His background is English, Irish, Scottish, Welsh, Jewish, and German. So he is the whitest of whites. That's what I'm saying. Jesus, he's a white walker. (laughs) (laughs) That is, he's from the Caucasus Mountains of Caucasus. Oh my God. Kenny Tan? Is that a thing that can happen for him? Irish, Scottish, and Welsh. Even like, okay, so Irish and Scottish are pretty similar. He eat mayo out the jar. Welsh and English is very similar. Welsh is a part of the yeah, UK. Yeah. But then it's like, you got Jewish and German on top of that. Like, this nigga got both go. sides of the they war. They don't even go. That boy got both <laughs> sides of the war. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Lord. That nigga white. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe she's just a clown girl. <laughs> <laughs> Census ever <laughs> that nigga white. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that sounds like a family feud answer for some reason. <laughs> that nigga's white for five thousand. Um, and then his brother trying to fight Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, yeah. Logan like, Paul is not trying. He's going to. It's scheduled. It's, it's scheduled. happening. Yeah, it's not go- okay, trying. It's He's going stupid. to. It's not. It's not. It's not because okay. Look, I hope one of the brothers gets knocked the fuck out. We gotta imagine, always look at the goal, people. What's the end goal no, for both the, for all kid. four of these guys? What's the end goal? It's money. At the end of the day, Connor versus McGregor, Logan versus Floyd is already gonna be a top ten pay per view match of all time. Yeah. Jake Paul and Nate. He said was a number it. eight. Yeah. It wasn't Jake Paul and Nate though. It was Mike Tyson and Roy. Let's yeah, be very real. But he was yeah. But you were a part of the card, so yeah, I blah, guess blah, you can blah, claim blah. it. <laughs> but Floyd versus like you got to understand you're bringing together two worlds and on top of that another section of the internet that just hates the both of them. Right? And they're all going to be watching. They're all going to be paying to watch this. Yeah. 
it's going to be one of the largest pay-per-view events, if not the largest of all time, I think. Yeah. And if you put... Don't put Connor and Floyd on the same card. Yeah. If they end up being able to secure this, and I think that's why he's pushing so hard, is so that they can secure this for the same night be like the or a weekend or whatever, and they could be the brothers versus these two champions that fought each other last, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. It's, listen, it's just going to be a huge, huge fight I in d- terms of viewer, viewership. Yeah. I just read the article that Logan didn't actually think it was going to happen. Of course he didn't. He was like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. But he thought that, you know. He thought he could do the Trump thing where you just say something and and you get get in the news for it (laughs) and then nobody thinks you do it. But hey, you're the president now, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Run this fucking country. (laughs) Thought you'd get a little bit promo, huh? Nah, nigga. (laughs) Get in the ring. (laughs) Doof, doof. God damn it. (laughs) I can't wait to see. And this is the thing. Like, I really want Floyd to win. I really want Conor to win if they face these guys. But the gold. That will be content if they don't. As an influencer, I can't help but see the juice, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I'm like, the content, the memes, the jokes that will... Oh. I live for it. I live for it. I live for it. I need it. Oh, yeah. Afterwards, they got it. I want it to be like a Kanye 50 thing where it's like, loser just shuts the fuck up forever. Yeah. We don't need to hear you get off the internet. We delete your IP. <laughs> <laughs> All you get to keep is Netflix and Hulu. Um, that'd be nice. <laughs> that'd be nice. That'd be, that'd be, that's a good life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm dead. Um, and more disappointing sports news. That nigga Giannis, man. That nigga Giannis really fucked me up today, man. Huh? Did you cry? He's anti-black. I'm gonna just put it out there. Shut Giannis the is anti up. anti-black. I'm gonna push every disgusting anti- narrative I can find in this man, <laughs> even if it's not true. But yeah, he's racist. Um, <laughs> he called me fat once. He's fat phobic. Uh, I don't oh know if you knew that. God. You see his arms? He's fat phobic. Uh, oh my god, <laughs> that nigga is sickening. You're I'm never annoying. listen. I'm not going to Greece. <laughs> I won't. I won't listen. I'm going to Greece to Drake Greece. <laughs> I ain't even gonna watch the movie Greece. I don't even care if it's not spelled the same. It's not happening. <laughs> just cause it rhymes. I'm just not doing it. That is. I love Greek food. Hey, fuck. Listen. Fuck Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the damn fourth. <laughs> oh my god. <gosh>. Wow. <laughs> fuck Zeus. T- like fuck Hercules. <laughs> I ain't never watching Hercules again. <laughs> That's officially the worst Disney movie of all time. Hercules, Hercules. Fuck out of here. When it's re- in reality. I'm doing Obi on this nigga. I'm doing Obi on this nigga. Blood. Go ahead. I'm doing Obi on him. I certainly. He will never win a ring. <laughs> he will never know peace. Maybe I promise you this. Maybe he'll trade it. Yeah? yeah. Here? Yeah, maybe. Mm. That's his only saving grace. Oh That's the only way I take oh. this juju off. <laughs> I know some people. Hey. <laughs> and now. Chocolate. Um, yeah, this is very disappointing news um, for us, at least. He became the yeah. richest, well, the highest paid contract in NBA history. Not the richest, but yeah, highest paid contract was, in what, NBA 224 history. Mil? 228. 228 Sorry. of them, thanks. That whole four mil makes it Five years. <laughs> five years, 228 mil. Opt-in after four. Yep. That's a lot of fucking Player money. Player opt-in after four. 
She about to do the she about to do the the numbers, <laughs> the math. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking. Oh per my year. god. And how many games are there? Bro, why didn't I just study more and work out? <laughs> Do you ever think that? <laughs> I can, you like, ever hear the numbers these niggas are making? They have around like, all games, I needed to right? do was better my life. <laughs> they have around 81 games, right? Yeah. In a season? 82. Uh, yeah, so it's just over a half a mil per game. 48 Fuck. 48 minutes, half a million. Do you want to keep going? An hour. I can keep going. An hour. $500,000 an hour. How much you get paid? 500 k an hour. <laughs> like, what? Bro. Yeah. Good for him. And that's not even including his endorsement deals, like with Nike. Listen, you know what I think all about? All the ones that are going to come through. All the poor people making money off, well, average people making money off stocks. Yeah. Imagine them niggas, if they yeah. decide at least to dabble. Yeah. Which, if they don't have a team telling them that they should be, I, I mean, that's how they get all broke. I think we need to get NBA players, some sport athletes on this show. Okay, there are so many questions I have. So many questions. I want to know who's on these guys' teams. Why do so many of these niggas end up broke? You, you making two hundred and twenty-eight? Who would you like to talk to? Let's I would make like a wish list. A wish list. Mm-hmm. <sighs> all right, LeBron. Okay, that's not. Wow, look at the confidence. <laughs> look at the confidence in our show. Okay, well, that's not fucking happening. Well, I, it's not going to happen for me yet. Well, hey, I'll be here. Uh, that will be Alicia's sick day. I, I will be here. Make your list happy hey, LBJ, for LBJ, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, you trying to make. <laughs> you like, Merry Christmas, Martin. You know, every black person in America, I'm sure you can get LeBron yeah, on for 30 seconds. She probably could. That's a joke. On the low, she probably could. You know, big boy. Big boy. Rapper? <laughs> Either or. <laughs> Take your pick. I met him. I have a picture mm. with him. Oh, I, I bet it. you do. Yeah. I bet you so do. not so big. Some... <laughs> Yo, if you guys don't want to know what I'd be doing if I was a female. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I'd be throwing fake pussy everywhere. <laughs> oh, my God. You think you get some pussy. You think you get some pussy. Everybody thinks they get some pussy. Now, none of them getting it. Yeah. But I'm getting all these opportunities. It's a scary world out there, man. It's a scary world out there. Athletes that we could talk to, that would have like a team, I guess. Oh, shouldn't they all? Technically, I mean, not really. Like some don't necessarily have teams. They have. They'll have like a managed. They'll have their agent, and Mm. then the agent will deal with just that. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. It'll like they'll be. because usually they have the agencies, the agents have agencies, and then they'll have like internal team. They won't necessarily have their own people. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, like that's a fine, that sounds have, like a finesse, though. LeBron will have his own team. Mind you, Rich is and his agent, but essentially, Rich was his team. I would never that do that. Developed. Do you know what I mean? I would never do that if I was rich. Yeah. There's some uh, my, my team's got to be spread out. Yeah. No links. <laughs> like, there's what? Some teams that, like, there's some players, it depends on like how far you are in your career and stuff like that. Um, like, I have a friend who plays in the NFL, and he has his, like, agent, and um, one girl who's on the marketing team at that agency, she kind of works with him, but, like, they don't get him press or anything like that. They don't mm. get him really sponsorship like that. They just deal with his contract for his 
at yeah. NFL seasons. But I mean, he, he was he's on his rookie contract. He's about to go to his next one. So then they might be like, okay, now you're worth it or whatever. Yeah. So it really just depends on where you are in your career. I feel like. <clears throat> I, th- I guess, but like, <clears throat> they really regardless, should, you should then, dive. Like your team should be spread out, man. There, there's too many stories of. Um, Everything. What, was it collusion? Is yeah. that what they call it? Within like a where company, it's like yeah. yeah, where it's like you got so many people working to take money from you that you have mm-hmm. no idea about because they're just yeah they no handle problem. it. We take care of everything here, mm-hmm. and then twenty years down the road, you're suing someone for money that they don't have anymore. I definitely think <laughs> that athletes need to uh, be more aware of like their finances. Yeah, have you ever seen the podcast with Chad Ochocinco? And, yep, I am um, an athlete. Yeah, that I one. love that. Have you ever watched the episode where they talk about their finances yep. and stuff yep. like that? So that's a really great one. But yeah, that's a dope show. Yeah, I really, really love really good. that show. I love watching it. Yeah, um, because they have it's really like in-depth really good people to because a lot of athletes don't know how to communicate at fucking all. Yeah, like they're the worst at doing like interviews and stuff like that. So I can't I blame like them though. The people that they chose are really really good. Right? I can't blame them though because when you think about like when I think about every tall person that went to my school, like extremely the tall person. As fuck. Awkward as hell. They don't. They don't feel like they fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're if they're really good at sports, that's all they do yeah. is sports, and so they don't really get that social dynamic we all mm-hmm. at average height get. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> and then on top of that, when they get to that next level, it's just more work and more work, and then you get to the NBA and it's even more work. And by the time you're there, now you got to learn how to talk to girls. You got to learn how to go yeah. out and socialize and network, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which a lot of them, you don't see them start flourishing in that regard until like midway through their career. Yeah. That's when they start making their really good biz- business deals and all those yeah. stuff. So it's like when I look at even the person like Waka Flocka, mm-hmm. he doesn't even play sports, just tall as hell. Awkward as fuck when he first came out. <laughs> now you listen to Waka Flocka talk. It's night and day. Yeah. It She's is a really different funny. person. Yeah. I was in a clubhouse room with him the other night where he was um, just dropping gems about mm-hmm. business and how you got to deal with your business. And I, the things he was saying, I'm like, this nigga is insightful. The nigga that said, I don't do math. Mm-hmm. You guys remember that when that was like yeah. a sound bite off 106 and part? I don't do math. <laughs> yeah, math cool, math cool. <laughs> you do math? I don't do math. No, no, no. <laughs> so, so I was like. Well, he's definitely evolved as a person in Mm -hmm. general like even the way that he treats his family now 21 savage another person too yeah he somebody was like who thought that he would be the best uh cultural moderator cultural moderator yeah something something i was just like uh they had this huge like they try to have this huge i don't know if it was an intervention so much more as a calling out Mm -hmm. on dj academics yeah I wasn't there for it, but I just heard about it, and yeah, I'm really getting tired of Clubhouse. In misery, <laughs> honestly, it's a it's a heavy space. Like I tried to tell you, <laughs> but it's not even like it, it. People just make it heavy, so it's like you think you're going into one room for one thing, and it's just and the room just gets heavy off just one person. It just yeah. takes one person for it to make it heavy. Now it's a snowball effect of heavy. Yeah. Everyone wants to prove I'm heavier. <laughs> Whatever I'm going through is way worse. And it's just like, oh, my God. And I, I, I'm, i like, depressed now. I don't want to be on here anymore. That's what I said. I was like, it was good for the first couple of weeks. After that, I was like, nah. There's still those the rooms that, like, you can you get your like gems really out of. Them. Yeah, you got to search for them. You have to look for them. for them now or, like, I don't know. I unfollowed some people so that hopefully that my algorithm would be a little bit different. But it's still very, very hard. 
I don't. Fu- this is the thing. I try to be careful with who I follow, but yeah. <laughs> people be still, into fuck shit regardless. Yeah. <laughs> like the people you think will not be not on me, that, and then it's still populated. Are just in there because you know what it is. It's not necessarily that they're engaging or anything yeah. like that. It's just like, ooh, what is this? So, ooh, a moan room with niggas. I just <laughs> like what? Remembered that I seen this post. Let me find it. Um, because you were talking about finances. There's mm-hmm. this girl who just shared that she. She had sex with Giannis? (gasps) Oh my God, he cheats on his wife. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't do that. Headline tomorrow Giannis cheats on wife. (laughs) So there's this woman who said that she was uh, scammed out of all of her life savings. By Giannis? I'm joking. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to put everything bad uh, on it. She was like, I believe that I was a victim of a white-collar crime. Mm, white-collar. black woman, yeah. So White-collar. Mm. You know what white-collar is? Yeah, I know what it means. Okay. It's racist, <laughs> but I know what it means. <laughs> um, so pretty much she decided that she wanted to start investing or not just having her money in a savings account. She wanted it to appreciate. Appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um. So she wanted to start, you know, doing like the stocks, 401k, whatever the case may be. Mm. And so she ended up getting introduced to um, somebody. And she said just because of, you know, growing up in the hood, we aren't conditioned to like learn all that stuff. So um, and we always think it's like a very scary thing, whatever the case may be. So she was really nervous to really be able to do this yeah and so she got somebody to introduce her to a financial advisor and she was like the person completely said that they understood where i was coming from and was like okay let's set up like goals vision boards of what you want your finances to look like Mm. like let's just do everything correct so that you can have this amazing savings account um you can go on dream vacations you can you know retire eventually whatever (laughs) so they started working on this thing and um she said that, like, a couple of months ago, she started feeling like there was something wrong. And she said that she was gaslighting herself um, by essentially saying, like, oh, you're just nervous because, you know, your mm-hmm. your money is no longer in your hand, right? Mm-hmm. And um, this person had said, like, okay, just give me the money. Like, you'll have access to everything. You can take out the money whenever you want to, blah, yeah. blah, blah. <clears throat> um, so she inquired about it like more recently and she went to like try to get access to these accounts and apparently she didn't have it and they were wiped clean by this person so they took literally all her fucking money so sis doesn't have like shit anymore and i was like damn i'm so like i feel so sorry for her Mm -hmm. because it's like now she she's also a person that's like okay abolish the police abolish yeah um the jail system and shit like that. But now she needs those but systems. But she was just like, now, like, <laughs> how do how do I get justice? Yeah. Even if we do go through the court system or whatever and she ends up in jail because there, I'm sure there's other people that uh, this person has done this, you to. Know, d- done this to. She was like, what happens to me? Because it's not like I'm going to fucking get the money back. It's not like I'm not thinking about what the fuck happened every night. Like, I can't sleep anymore, right? Mm. I have trauma that i'm gonna have to deal with and she was like there's no fucking justice in this and it essentially just came down from she believes that it comes down to like not being educated when 
your kid and like racial yep. disparities and shit like that. Well, where, that feels so bad. Was it a financial like, advisor at a bank or was it just like somebody outside of a sure. bank? She didn't give too much details because she was like, she doesn't, <coughs> she's sure that other people have been working with that person. So she doesn't want anybody to be like, I guess, super alarmed. And I don't know. They should sure. be super she was alarmed. Like, she what? was like, she didn't want to just like name the person and where they were. That don't sound right. Yeah. That don't sound right. That don't so, make much sense because this is my thing. First of all, you got to kind of take accountability for not doing your due diligence yeah. with whoever you're giving your money to. If I'm giving someone my money, yeah. nigga, I need all the credentials. Yeah. <laughs> I need all the credentials. I need to know who's in charge of yeah, you. Yeah, and apparently they did research and like her license had expired or some shit like yep. that. I need to know who's in charge of you, what your credentials are, yeah. all of these things. Not much less outside of the bank. Because at the end of the day, if she did this with the bank, mm-hmm. she could go to the bank and get the money back, right? Yeah. But clearly, this was someone outside of it that she yeah. thought was going to do her a solid or some sort of... There There had to be some sort of hookup that was happening why she's afraid to say this. Because I do not see any reason to protect... This is not like... Like, I understand when people are like, protect their abusers and things of that nature. This is your fucking money. This is your savings for life. All yeah. the money you have in the world. Yeah. And this well, person this is- ran off of your funds and you're going to, oh, they work with certain people, so I don't want to. No, no. Something's not right there. Yeah. Well, this is what she said. She was like, um, the financial advisor's license had been suspended. They are now under FBI investigation for financial fraud. And she's like, I need to be clear that this investigation is currently ongoing. An indictment has not occurred this person has not yet been convicted of a crime. Well, I feel confident that there are likely other victims. I'm unaware of who they are or even how many others there are. Because of this, I'm choosing to keep some details of the situation private for that time being. And where is this happening? In the States. Does it say what state? Mm, no. Because that's important. Yeah, no, it doesn't say what state. And she doesn't even have, oh, Minneapolis? That's where she's from. Minneapolis. Yep. God so bless. Maybe, maybe it was. <laughs> MPD? Maybe God it was, um, bless. Maybe it was Giannis. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> Not you hugging the mic. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> that slimy nigga. <laughs> That's why he can't come to Toronto. The FBI won't let him leave the country. <laughs> It all makes sense, people. Welcome back next week <laughs> where we crack human hunger. Um, human hunger. Speaking That's of human hunger, Lizzo. Fuck. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my God, Marvin. I just the no. What you got it. Listen, you guys. Are, you guys are doing it. You guys are doing it. Listen. You she, just this. listen. There's an explanation. <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna do this to me. <laughs> Y'all not about to cancel me on some fat phobic shit. All I'm talking about in hunger regards to Lizzo is that people are getting mad at her. People are getting mad at her for dieting. I mean, for doing a juice cleanse. Apparently, are weird. Though. She is being harassed. <laughs> Matthew, can you please plug this in because it got pulled out. And I just find it. Like, this is one of the most confusing things I've ever, excuse me, ever seen in celebrity culture. Yeah. I've never heard of this. Tell me one case where this has happened, where someone who is of a bigger, bigger size decides to lose weight and gets in trouble. For losing weight. By the public. Mm -hmm. 
for well, Adele, trying to lose weight. Adele, they definitely had comments about Adele. But, but that was after. It was already gone. They couldn't even no, judge her the before the process. Adele never shared that mm. she was doing it. Lizzo is making this a public thing, and I don't know if she's doing sponsored content. I never seen. I know that she's like made it in her highlight reels and shit mm. like that, and she's showing that she's actively, you know, trying to lose weight, which is why people are like, "Oh, now she's gonna be fat phobic." But honestly, like, if the girl wants to fucking lose weight, let her lose weight. Like, see, it's not like she's gonna be. Well, and this I don't is the know, thing I understand. Will, I don't think she's gonna end up like fucking a stick. She's not gonna look like. I understand both sides. I, I understand both sides, which would be great. Even if she did, I, don't, I really wouldn't care. No, but be honest, it'd be an in- insane story to yeah. actually see, to be no, honest. But this is the thing. Like, I don't think that that's her purpose of like, oh, let me work out and diet and shit to like look like a skin, her, no. skinny person. Like, I don't think that's what she's she had a stressful November. Probably... Actually, that's all it was. Yeah. She had a stressful November. Yeah. Uh, she said she was full of stress, drinking and spicy food. As a result, her stomach was feeling off, and she wanted to reverse those effects and get back to where she was. Mm-hmm. Nowhere in there does it say, I want to be skinny. Yeah. She wants to get back to where she was. Where yeah. she was is where, you, where y'all loved her. She yeah. feels like she's not there anymore. Yeah. People, do, like, this is nuts. Right. And I kind of understand it from a selfish, like, weirdo uh, yeah. consumer point of view where it's like, okay, you can argue what's his name from Superbad. Uh, uh uh, Jonah Hill. Yeah, Jonah Hill. After he lost the weight, people are like, he's not funny anymore. I get it. I get it. Yeah. There's certain people, and this is the thing, if Kevin Hart became tall, would Kevin Hart be funny like the way he's funny anymore? No, because there's certain things that are leaned on as people who do homework. Yeah, there's the crutches. And so, with but with music now, it's like, I don't feel like the, the fatness adds or takes away anything... That has anything to do with her ability. Yeah. Other than people's perception of what larger people can do. Yeah. So because when she does the stage, when she does her stage performances and puts full energy and is playing the flute same time while singing and hitting every note, people are like, oh my God, because they're impressed that a bigger person is able to do all these things. On top of the fact that That she's super talented. When she was. she did that Beyonce mm. cover with all the big girls. It was the BET Awards. Awards. Yeah, yeah. Um, she killed that shit. Yeah, I remember they all that. Did. They they killed it. Oh yeah, it was like a, a stage filled with the yeah, big girls. Yes, plus size women. That was sick. Was um, so my thing with like, first of all, you can still be body positive and work out, right? Mm-hmm. Like no matter what size you are, you could still like whatever. Lizzo needs to work out because she needs to be able to dance on stage and play the flute while she's singing. You can't do that if you do not have good stamina yeah. and you haven't been doing some type of workouts and cardio and shit like that. And it doesn't mean yeah. that she has to be fucking skinny to be able to do it because it's evident that she's been able to do it, but she needs to be able to have some type of cardio and stamina. And let's be real. Working out is good, no yeah. matter what type of working out. You don't always have to work out to fucking lose weight. Like, yeah. we have been conditioned to think that, like, oh, I'm working out because I'm going to lose weight. Yeah. No, you have to work out just to get your body moving so that you fucking have joints and, lit. like, your body can function when you're older. You're able to walk down the fucking stairs without and that's the most having valid to point. get, like, that's the most valid replacements point. and hip replacements and all that other shit. You need to work out so that your heart can still pump. And do the things that it needs to do for your whole. It's body exactly to what like, you said, though. It's like people and don't then on top of that, understand mental, too. Yeah, like 
working out has proved that it helps with your mental health. Like if you have illnesses or just in general, just task related things. It's part of task related things. And people, when they can mm -hmm. get task related things done, your serotonin levels just rise. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it's exactly what you said though. A lot of people don't have the correct perception of what being in shape is. It doesn't mean your physical shape. Yeah. It's literally your organs. Yeah. <laughs> like some people are big and mm. fucking healthier than a lot of you fucks. Yeah. Like I don't think people understand that there are genetics for a reason. Some yeah. people cannot fight genetics. Mm-hmm. You can fight if you're in shape or not. There's some like plus size girls who can do these like in yoga, like handstands and like lift crazy and yep. all that other shit yep. compared to somebody who's skinny who can't even fucking exactly. do that. So exactly. it doesn't really matter what shape you are as long as you're doing it it's for what whatever shape purpose. You're in. Like that's helping you internally and being the strongest that you can be. So, you know, you can be at your best self. And then like also let's be real, so many people think that like like working out equals weight in general and it's not that it's your fucking food that you eat like your diet there it is what you consume 90 percent of it is what's actually gonna make you lose the weight like yep. working out just helps make you burn fat easier and burn the food that you even uh, how much sleep you're easier. getting yeah sleep too sleep like, uh, time management in general I think is the most important thing because if you're able to time out your meals in a correct way where you're not eating too late and your body can digest the meals before you mm-hmm. go to sleep. Um, if you're eating the right thing in the morning, right, drinking the right things in the morning. A lot of people don't know just a glass of water and some lemon or lime mm-hmm. in the morning. will. They say in the morning it, and before you go to bed. Yeah, it's good for your it, It'll flush it out the toxins out, out of yeah. your body so it's like and green like jasmine tea or green tea and stuff like that that works really well just little tweaks it. little tweaks you don't um, need to do any you don't no one's telling you run 30 40 miles like you don't need yeah. to do all that to get into shape it's just the a lot of times like alicia said it's just the food you eat yeah. the times you choose to eat it the yeah. sleep you're getting the way you manage your stress is a huge part of it as well because mm-hmm. you could be working out a million times a day and stress, stress the fuck. fuck out and mm-hmm. nothing's gonna work you can gain weight or you can lose so much weight. yeah like a lot of people get really really skinny because they're super stressed out i think but. of my brain as like when i'm stressed out that a part of it is like occupied on figuring out the stress and it can't put my full brain power into anything Absolutely. else. And so my body will not respond to that because mm-hmm. my brain isn't fully into it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's so hard for us even during this pandemic in general because it's like, mm-hmm. even though you don't think it's really impacting you, it really is. Like, yeah. I bet you your work productivity isn't as great as it is because, like, subconsciously, you're thinking about having to fight a pandemic or racial wars or Bills. making sure fighting your landlord, yep, making yep. sure the light or where's your next meal. Like those are things that could be triggering you low key and um, making you sick. Because if we look at just mm-hmm. the hood impoverished areas in general, stress is the leading factor in why a lot of people die at an early. The life expectancy is not that high because of stress related diseases that you can get. Um, stress-related just yeah, accidents. And on top of, like, all the food that everybody has to eat in the hood. Like, yep. we're forced to... Kiki uh, Palmer. Sorry. Why? I just had to throw it in there. The EBT thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're forced to, forced to That's eat That's why everybody more, got mad. Uh, fried foods and, like, shit. Fast, quick stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I even learned living in New York that there's um, food deserts. And food, oh, yeah. Food deserts. I never knew this before. Um, so I learned it 
of like five years ago, whatever, but I never kn- knew that this exists. Yeah. And a food desert is actually an area that doesn't have like grocery stores or access to like fresh food, whether it's fruit, vegetables, etc. Um, and they usually just fill them up with like bodegas. So, you know, that's why the bodegas are so important out there, man, because like, it, a lot of them, I remember but Jesus and Mero did this um, promotion with Timberland. But Degas to have healthy food in them because oh, the yeah. majority of them don't. They have mm. fast food, if any. The have quick like, stuff. Yeah, like ramen Cheetos and shit like yeah. that, ramen, noodles, whatever. There are some bodegas. Like I, when I lived in New York, there was a bodega on the side of the corner that made bomb ass salads. And I would go there all the time and grab a salad, mm-hmm. right? Because it was really good. But I never really had a grocery store around me. There was one smaller grocer that shit was so fucking expensive like to just buy shit it yep. was just really weird i was just like bro how am i spending this much money like for a thing of yogurt it's like seven dollars american it's one of the indicators me, that like, life That's is so messed up stupid yep. i was like this is so fucked up but like i could go to the uh the chicken spot and I can get <laughs> thirty pieces of chicken for ten dollars. No, like. I can get a two dollar <laughs> box that came with like you could get either the chicken on the thing or you can get like the chicken nugget type shits mm. for two dollars. Fries, drink, everything. Yeah. Two Biscuits. whole dollars. <laughs> like, yep. And it's just it's not real food. I'm going to keep telling you guys. Listen, and that's my that's oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. That's another problem with this whole vaccine stuff. First of all, are you taking a vaccine? I mean, not right now. <laughs> but you're taking it eventually. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to be something that's required. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah. Actually leave the country. Exactly. I'm not Are you taking like, oh, let me live You're in this it? fucking city. Trish, you taking it? Trish, everybody in the studio is taking it. All right, thank God. Because <laughs> this is my problem with the, the whole anti-vaxxer thing, right? And it goes back to the food stuff mm-hmm. because people are just, even my mom, I was having this discussion with my mom. She's like, I'm not taking that. I'm not <laughs> taking that. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know what they put inside there. I'm, I'm like, I bet you're people just don't keep the same either. energy for <laughs> anything. It doesn't make any sense. Like, do you know how long people have been eating other people? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't think you guys understand. We are all cannibals. Yeah. In some sort of way. There is this thing inside of, especially a lot of um, snacks, chips, mm-hmm. um, things like that, that give it its flavor. There's a certain thing. And that thing is made out of embryonic cells from liver, human liver, mm-hmm. that's put into all of our food. Do you know how much meat companies don't, dis- they don't, um, what's the word I'm talk- I'm trying to find? Disclose. Disclose. 
what their meat's made out of. Mm. Y'all eat hot dogs on the side of the fucking yeah, streets. Hot dogs are the worst. On the side of the street, you niggas buy hot, hot dogs. Hot dogs literally like every fucking thing. These like niggas eat ass, Alicia. These niggas eat ass. They love it. And they, they <laughs> <love> it. <laughs> don't ever say it like that again. You heard it. how she said it? <laughs> no, no. You didn't hear how she said it. It was way too. It was, it was so caught. They love it. <laughs> <laughs> It was immediate. It was it was calm. It was like no hezzy. Not one. I'd even say these niggas, they love it. (laughs) These niggas, they love it. Eat ass, Alicia. That's how the conversation went. Niggas eating your ass, Alicia. They like it. I've I've never got my ass ate. I don't think that I'm very interested in that. Me either. (laughs) Slimy butt, not for me. Tried it once. Oh, you actually tried it. I I, I didn't voluntarily try it. <laughs> Let's talk about consent, shall we? <laughs> Yo. Uh, did she put le- lemon meringue pie on it? Oh, oh my God, the callback. <laughs> it was your girlfriend? Whoa. She heard the episode? Jesus Christ, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> she don't come find you. <laughs> so don't do that. <laughs> But uh, a couple of years ago, <laughs> a l- not a couple of years, a long years. It was like a decade ago, actually. Before uh, booty eating, eating groceries was a thing. <laughs> Before that, yeah. yeah. Uh, this girl invited me. She <laughs> she drew she drove me out. Yeah. <laughs> not flew me out. She drove oh. me out <laughs> to Niagara. <laughs> I got drove out. <laughs> she lived there though. That's the difference. Okay. They all live somewhere. That's why they say. <laughs> Got a little hotel. You know, I was boopsing. Okay. So, you know, Shorty's buying the sushi. Shorty's buying the clothes. She bought like, oh. a bunch of different things. You know what I mean? I mean, Got a little hotel. Um, must have, we came back from shopping, and I went to go get a shower. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank God you showered before. I mean, hallelujah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a good wiper, but goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of nuggets. Um, <laughs> Is that a ten piece? <laughs> that was a happy meal. Um, so basically, <laughs> I went to shower, came out the shower. Shorty had changed her entire wardrobe, got the candles lit, all types of shit, got the robe on, all that stuff, right? So I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Now, mind you, still, you know, drying off or whatever. She didn't waste no time. Start getting down there, sucking on the dick. Uh, She was sucking on my balls and just kept going south. Now, usually I allow this (laughs) because I'm like, all right, you know, a little, what do they call it? Gooch? A little gooch work. Don't hurt nobody. Yeah. So she's, she's licking on the gooch. Shorty just kept going. And my, I'm, st- I'm like Captain Morgan yes. on yeah. the bed. Okay. So my leg up now, because she, oh, okay, she yeah. put my leg up when she was sucking my balls, and then she just kept going. So I'm like, okay. Kept going south. I was like, okay. okay. And something in me just didn't stop her. Because you're interested. I was curious. You're for intrigued. half a second, I was curious. And then for half a second after that, I was no longer curious anymore. I was like, hey. I was like, you know what? Uh." But they say that, like, y'all G-spot is in your anus. Cool. She didn't get in it. Um, (laughs) Nor did I want her in it. Uh, (laughs) 
She, she, yeah, it was just, it's an uncomfortable feeling. I don't know how anyone can, like, yeah. just let someone do that. Like, I just felt bad. It, and it didn't feel, it, it didn't do anything for me on top of that. Yeah. So I was like, this no is. No shame for the people who do. It's your prerogative. It's your interest. It's I your mean, thing. Hey, do your thing. Your whatever the fuck it is. But if y'all like E. coli and pink eye, do your thing, man. I hey, was talking to. That is um, not for me. Can I have one of the waters? I was talking to some of my girls this weekend. Thank you, sir. And I was like, honestly, I really hope that my husband is like not that experimental. Like, I hope that he could just be a little bit boring. <laughs> At least it's like, I want the basic package. Like, just. I really don't think I'm down for certain things. Like, because I, I don't even want to try it, even if it's with my husband. Would like, you say you've had a lot of sex in your life? I don't think I've had a crazy amount because I'm also the same person that's like, you know, been celibate for five yeah. years, two years. Like. I think that's part of the reason, though. I think that's part of the reason. Because you haven't, like, gotten to that point where you're like, man, this is boring. F- pass me that whip over there. What's the, what's that baseball bat set? Yeah. Like, you haven't gotten to that point yet. I don't think you're tired of basic package sex yet. Once you get yeah. tired of basic package sex, then you go, trust me, you're going to want something different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't, I guess. I'm, Unless you're I, asexual and I it's guess, like you're doing it for the other person. Yeah. I don't, I've also never had, because I've never really had a boyfriend that's like, like, I've had boyfriends for a year or a year and a half or whatever, mm-hmm. but they've also not been in the same place as me. So okay. it's not like, oh, we're fucking oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. and shit like that, mm. like, on a regular. Yeah. So for me, it'd be a month, like, whatever, right? That's my usual pattern. So yeah. I don't know, but I just don't. I would be open to experimenting for certain points, but there's other things that is, like, if that's your interest, like. You just haven't found the right person, I'm telling you. Oh no! Right dick could change your life. Oh no! I'm not talking from experience, but I'm talking from experience now. You do. Yeah. <laughs> you do. Yeah. Not good. Huh? Like a little bit more, especially when I was younger, where like it was more freaky for me, where mm. I was just like, "Dang, like what's happening?" <laughs> I was like, because that's what it is, you know, for women, it's a sensory overload thing. That's what <laughs> gets you guys to that point. Is not yeah. like, "Oh, he's doing the things that I like." Yeah, it's more, "Whoa, he's doing a lot. What's what's going on? There's too much. I can't keep track." And then yeah. it's like that's when you guys get to that point. But that's listen, trust me, you'll get to that point where you you want something different. You, know, you probably just don't know what it is yet because you haven't been able to experiment. You haven't had that time with someone in mm-hmm. like the same space where definitely you could do that. Because, yeah, and Maybe you I'm as right. well, too, you got to be comfortable. You definitely got to be yeah. comfortable with the person Absolutely. Um, for you to be able to do that. And for you, I think for you for to be ultimately comfortable, mm-hmm. you and that person got to share a space for a while for you to be like, yeah, this is my person. Yeah. Yeah, and then Absolutely. you'll get to that point for sure. I don't think, like, there's been that many where I'm just like, okay, I feel the comfortable and i don't have to like overthink or like force something you know? like what's the freakiest thing that's been introduced to you i don't know what's freaky i don't think any of this is freaky i think it's all basic to me so everything that's been done has been basic nothing like introduced just, or like hey i want to try this and you're like whoa whoa i'm not doing that shit no nothing that we necessarily discuss like i've done like you know used toys and shit like that mm. um I think the freakiest thing that's ever been brought up to me was a girl asked me to peg me. And I was like, yeah, that's yeah, fucking, no. not, I've, I will fight no, you. No, like, I've never. <laughs> I, I'm not for the abusive woman, yeah. but <laughs> you come near me. I'm <laughs> Listen. Like, when I think about it, there's only one guy that I feel like would have been the most 
like experimental mm-hmm. um and i was just so young too so i probably wouldn't have gone all the way there like yeah. i'm pretty sure he was the one that tried to like you know stick his finger up my butt type shit and i was mm. like i don't think i like this Duh, right? yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and um it's an acquired taste then sure. other than that like the other uh, there's been a lot of guys who are just really, really fucking simple. Like, there's been guys who don't even eat fucking pussy. And I was like, bro, this ain't even going to work. This is whack. I'm happy that, like, I just never listened to niggas. They be so fake. Like, what the fuck? I love it. I love it because, like, I feel like, no pun intended, I got a head start. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, because a lot of niggas, like, a lot of eating pussy for guys is trial and error. You try something, it didn't work. Now you're in an information age where literally there are so many things telling you it's just right there. Like, I've seen a literal picture where someone took a scientific picture of a vagina and circled it uh, like a million times. <laughs> it was like right here. This but, is it. That's all. But the quite like the thing is is if you even if you are unsure of yourself, all you have to do is fucking ask. And then we mm, can like, that's walk very difficult. It. No, but because a lot of things that you yeah. know why it's difficult mm-hmm. and it starts outside the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Women have expectations that they don't share with you, but you get achievement points for if you just figure it out. So if, like, for example, say I pay attention to, like, some little things about you. Yeah. And, like, I notice your keychain broke. Yeah. And I come, you come the next day, i like, yo, I got you a keychain. I notice your keychain broke. Like, you're not expecting me to do that. But the fact that I was, like, I did that without asking mm-hmm. you to do it, I get even more points in your mind. Yeah. So it's, like, when it comes to sex especially, I find it's it's – it elevates the experience when you're not asking and you're just figuring it out and you're actually hitting your stride and mm-hmm. like everything's working out exactly how you want it to, as opposed to you sure you want me to do it like that? Like I can do it like this. We can adjust. Like, yeah. I feel like that's something almost you probably talk about maybe if you're in a relationship and like, mm-hmm. obviously that this is going to be a long term thing. And yeah. we have that relationship where we can talk about outside of the bedroom, but mm-hmm. I'm, especially during sex, I ain't asking no question. I'm sorry. No, not during. Okay. Like, you know, maybe have a conversation after if you feel, mm-hmm. like, really insecure about it. Um, I mean, True. I don't know. If I really like the person, I'll ask them, like, okay, what do you like? Like, what do you, do you know what I mean? One like, thing I think women should tell men is about the pressure on the yeah. clit. Because I think women focus no, too much on saying, guys, inside. it's the clit. When really it's. The clip plus the type of pressure you're applying to it. Yeah. Because you can't just be nibbling on someone's fucking clitoris. You can't be sucking dumb hard on someone's clit. Like, there's yeah. certain things you have to do. So, like, I think a lot of times women are only giving out pieces of information. That's part of the whole, okay, I got to figure this out type thing. You know what I mean? Like, she wants me to figure this out. Yeah. And if I figure it out by myself, I'm ten times better for it. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think that that's probably one of the biggest. In one of Charlemagne's book, he said that he read this. Uh, somebody gave him a book to read, and he said that it tells would help a story. Him he wonders. tells a story often. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't remember what the book is though. So maybe I'll start getting. it. I've heard so many things saying the alphabet. I did that the second time I ate pussy. Yeah. Was I said the A? I ate this. Did it work? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> there are words that that require your teeth, and yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> there are letters that require your teeth, and it's just yeah. a no. Um, I yeah, with me it was just trial and error. Honestly, just yeah. trial and error. Because even even woman to woman, it's I different. Was say even person like person to person different. is different. Like some people, like it's side to side, up and down. Like there's so many different things that yeah. 
people are into like the biggest thing I hate is like when you're actually having like you know intercourse and the niggas just like banging like bro my shit like, that's porn's fault that's porn's fault porn has taught us that 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 the bang 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 is the thing well really all you need is that tip a lot of (laughs) all you need is that tip like for real there's (laughs) only so much that can actually go into a woman's vagina like Mm. your whole penis doesn't fucking fit in the shit like there's a maximum that can fit in there hey man and y'all think that you want to fuck bojack horseman that's your fault like that hurts (laughs) you fucking bojack horseman that's your fault that wasn't me i'm just saying it has happened but not anymore i'd be like bro she's like i learned my lesson small penises only down no i've had some niggas that have had some very large penises and i was like i cannot do this i do not I've heard that I once or twice. <laughs> ah! They did it though. <laughs> but no, but even like that's why I I know that the whole big dick thing is a myth. Yeah. Because of where you need to hit to to fuck a woman. It it's not back there, fam. I'm gonna let all you men know right now yeah. who think it's back there. It's not back there at all. Mm-hmm. It's actually right at the front door. Right. It's right, right at the front right door, right man. There. Don't even go venturing <laughs> to the backyard. There's nothing back there. She ain't got no barbecue. Be fucking Peter Pan or something. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> Yo, if if Fires of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> if you got a small dick, just aim upwards, brother. That's all I can tell you. Aim upwards. Push her ankles all the way back so the pussy like horizontal with you. Just aim up. <laughs> I remember this guy. <laughs> this guy, he literally gave me a disclaimer. <laughs> but he. Oh God! Oh Jesus! It wasn't even like that. Oh God! He was like, "Before we do this, oh God, no! I just want you to know that I've had some women complain." <sighs> That I'm too big. Oh, it hurts oh, okay. too much. That's oh, shit. Like oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> well, then. <laughs> and I was like, huh? <laughs> And then I seen the thing, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, I get it. This nigga took off a pass. All she heard was. <laughs> I was like, I was not expecting that shit. That shit was long and fucking fat. I feel sorry for niggas like that. Honestly, I feel sorry for niggas like that. They got that extra girth down. The point where you got to warn a girl, that means, first of all, you've. it's very rare that you're even having sex with someone that's enjoying it. Yeah. For you to then enjoy it must be then difficult as well. Because that's just... Nuts, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've never warned a girl just out of like, you. for me, it's like, you never know what a girl has had. Why am I warning you? And then I take it out and you're like. <laughs> it's like, this is average, <laughs> below average. <laughs> right? I'm never going to put this myself like, in that I position. <laughs> and I feel like women like to humble mans too sometimes. So it's sometimes. like putting that out there and then you pull it out and it's just like. Uh been there before uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, i gotta do this <laughs> i need that lizzo girth i love the ones that- <laughs> sorry i'm sorry i love the ones that you don't expect <laughs> put my dick on a juice cleanse i love the ones where it's like oh he's wearing the gray sweatpants and you can't like really see much or you're just like dang this is gonna be like below average perhaps and then all of a sudden it's just like Oh yeah, Whoa. growers <laughs> can't sleep on the growers. I'm like wait, what the <laughs> wait, 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 slow down, slow down. <laughs> I'm, 
She wasn't ready. When I was younger, I used to like letting that shit grow in a girl's mouth. I was like, cause bear my ma- bear my boys are like, yo, I never let a girl see my dick soft. You stupid. I'm like, what? Y'all niggas are missing out on the growing process. <laughs> it's like Super Mario touching the mushroom, nigga, like in a mouth though. It's like different. That shit wild. Um, speaking of sex, Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. Pornhub. Yeah. Monumental news here. Wow. Monumental news. Groundbreaking move. Um, they have removed all unverified videos off of their platform. Okay. So just to give you a scope of what that looks like, I think they were showing 17.3 million videos. Mm-hmm. No, 13.7 million videos, sorry. Um, and right now the site is at 4.3 million um, videos. Wow. Um, so all those homemade videos are gone. This episode brought to you by Cravassier, the world's most awarded cognac house. Now, they honor their code. And when we share success, it's about creating opportunities for everyone around us and inspiration for those that follow. Cravassier is committed to the advancement of Canadian music and culture. And we know that collaboration is one of the most important aspects of a community. Without it, we'd be left to fend for ourselves. And no one and absolutely no one makes it by themselves. So shout out to Cravassier for sponsoring today's episode and believing in the gravy gang. I uh, pro- not all of them, no, all the of them. unverified ones, because okay. um, according to Pornhub, now? their verifica- verification um, program mm-hmm. consists of you taking a picture with your username um, on a piece of paper oh. beside it, send it into them, and they verify it. And oh, to see if it's just like they do that on like dating apps. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I feel like it should be a little bit more thorough than that when you're talking about sex. Like, I yeah. think you should be able to do more than just a picture yeah. that could definitely be photoshopped. For sure, um, absolutely. Like, the name shit is very whatever. Yeah. You need to, like, like I don't know if this is true. I haven't verified any, like, Bumble or whatever. I was just like, uh, let them think that it's a fake. <laughs> <laughs> See who's really down. <laughs> yes. Or, like, people that might know me and be like, oh, is she Ooh. on it? Yeah, and then they message you. Yo, Alicia, somebody on Bumble trying to be you. Oh, Oh, my God. People so weird. People so weird. (laughs) (laughs) People are so weird, girl. (laughs) I don't need nobody. I'm not even six foot. Like, (laughs) I'm 16. (laughs) Um, No, but I think that they would tell people, like, oh, take a picture of a spoon on your nose. Yeah, so yeah. Take a picture of you drinking. I used to do that to girls that would whatever. like throw me the box pictures early and I'd be like, man, that ain't you. You too fine for like all Megan this says, scandalous behavior. Says, <laughs> I'll send take a picture, a picture with a spoon, bitch. <laughs> I used to do that shit. Yo, that was the move on. That started on MSN. Yes. Yeah. Because yes. there would be uh, webcam videos or like even that would just wire. play and people would have these ones that would just play and yeah. it would seem like you're talking to someone when really it's a recording. Oh. And so I remember Mads used to start telling girls, yo, go get a butter knife. <laughs> Show me a roll of toilet paper. Like something <laughs> obscure and that you could get someone to do. So, But I think especially when you're talking about something like Pornhub, like we know that there's been tons of child abuse, yeah. rape, um, just underage shit. Just general. a lot of underage shit, illegal like, shit. Yeah, stolen videos. Like, well, that's the other thing. That's the part that sucks about all this is the anime is gone. The the uh, the pirated movies are gone. That oh. that people put on there. You're not gonna get the um, the team that got blew out by 40 points <laughs> when they put that on Pornhub, saying that the person got that team got fucked. Um, <laughs> like, 
that's the sad part, but I think it's it's well worth it when you're talking about getting rid of, you know, tons of people's trauma. Like, yeah. there's a lot of women that had to fight and are still fighting and fought in vain for trying to get videos mm-hmm. off the platform that they never approved or consented yep. on putting up or never was, or in the video itself, they're getting raped mm-hmm. or drug ra- drug raped or date yeah. raped, whatever the case I may be. I saw a girl on Twitter, um, <clears throat> Probably earlier this year, who said one of her video a video of her being like having sex, but she was I guess under the influence. Yep. Um, essentially being raped because I don't think she gave consent was on Pornhub and she's been trying to get it off and they would not remove it. Mm-hmm. And like her, she was going to court with um the rapist and everything like that, and Pornhub still didn't remove it. So I'm like, that's fucked up. Bro. Yeah. That's crazy. And, like, just waking up knowing that that's there every day. Like, how could you even think of anything else? Like, that would plague my thoughts that somebody in my family or a friend or someone I know could possibly just be watching me in my most intimate of moments with someone that hurt me. (laughs) Like, friends or family or anything like that, but fucking strangers. Strangers, yeah, yeah. Anybody. You don't even know they exist, but they know you exist. Yeah, and you could be going into That's the other thing, like... You got to think, <laughs> I remember when I used to like take, steal stuff from the mall, mm-hmm. I think everyone was looking at me, yeah. right? Just because I was doing that. Paranoid. And that's a, there's a, there's a, there's a name for that <clears throat> of thinking that more people are paying attention to you than paranoid? actually are. No, there's a, there's an actual term for it that I just learned about just the other day on TikTok, which by the fucking way. Yes, sir. Let's talk about it. TikTok is remarkable. Oh, you're just <laughs> getting on it. I'm just getting into it. I never really dabbled. Like, I just thought it was a um, place for skits. No, because I thought it was just a place for skits. I didn't know that well, there was all this information more, that's on there I'm now. I'm just like, TikTok is the shit. Yeah, TikTok's dope for, like... I try not to because I get trapped down rabbit holes. That's what I want, though. That's what I want to get trapped. Put me in the rabbit hole, please. I like rabbits. Uh, <laughs> I forget. And you know what the thing is about TikTok is the way that they curate the content for you, mm-hmm. right? And so... Unlike other uh, platforms, they're not gonna they they do a really good job of showing you what you like and mm-hmm. sticking to it, being mm-hmm. very consistent with it. And even if you don't like it, if say something sneaks through your algorithm, mm-hmm. you can hold down and just press not interested, and that type of content or that God. person will not yeah. be shown to you anymore. Yeah. And that is dangerous, but depending on how you use it, it can mm-hmm. be very dope. So like. Uh, when I first got on there, like, I guess the first night I was liking, um, like, the skits. Um, I was liking some of the lip syncing stuff. And I was liking conspiracy uh, videos, right? And then the conspiracy videos people. started getting to, <laughs> right? And the conspiracy videos started turning into just hidden facts that, like, people just generally, general knowledge people don't know. Mm-hmm. And, bro, yep. TikTok is unique. Like, yeah. When you're talking about not only the information that you're getting on there, but the way that the Does TikTok engine allows them to present it, mm-hmm. it's so unique. Like, the editing tools are mm-hmm. so unique. Yeah. Um, Reels don't got shit on TikTok. Not editing. a fucking God. thing. Not a fucking thing. I will literally thing. go and edit my shit in TikTok and then bring, bring it, it over. Yeah. Whatever. I post everything on TikTok now, and I bring it over and just post it in Reels afterwards. Because, yeah. like, you got everything you need in there. Even just, like... Something small as the text editor. Mm-hmm. The way you edit text on there, I'm like, this is 
why isn't this on everything? <laughs> like, no, this like, is so unique. And some of the productions that these kids, they're <sighs> usually younger, but, like, some of these things that I've seen, it's a real production. Yeah. And I'm just like, you guys, I really hope that you guys get into, like, the film business yeah. or TV or something. Like, you're able to utilize Incredible, the skills man. to create because you're doing amazing storytelling within 15, 30 seconds. Yeah. And, like, it's the like thing is... visually appealing. A lot of it looks like, if you're talking, like put on TV, a lot of it looks cheap, right? Like the green screen stuff where the pictures in the background or videos playing in the background. Like it looks cheap, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter because the content is so potent. Mm -hmm. And so like, and I find that when people are used to a certain framework, like they're used to seeing that green screen now. They're used to seeing that video and picture in the background of how fuzzy and everything looks. People start ignoring it and just saying, we like this. I don't care. Like, just give me what's the content saying. Like, and that's what is ruled in there. So I'm really fucking with the app. Um, I, I've just started on there. If you guys want to follow me, the Marlon Palmer, you have no choice. Follow me now. Um, <laughs> I will never make a podcast again. Uh, <laughs> the Marlon Palmer on TikTok. Um, yeah, just making skits. Just trying to get back into that whole, you know, uh, retrain that muscle again. I just haven't been doing skits in a long time. Um, and so now, especially with like, Having that long time, I'm like, okay, let me see if there's different types of funny I can tap into. And especially with the editing capabilities on there, I'm looking through the edits and getting ideas off the edits. Yeah. That's never happened on any platform I've ever been on. Yeah, for sure. It's <laughs> definitely how you, or like even going down the trends and stuff like that, like the song. Just the way they the group audio. them even. Yeah. Even the way they group them, the fact that you can click the song, yeah. or the audio rather, yeah. and see who's done it. Or you can click the 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 actual effect or the transition effect and see who's done it and how they used it. Like it's it's so unique, and I think that now I understand because when you're off the the when you're not on the platform, you don't get it. You're seeing people just redo skits, and you're like, "What the fuck is this? What like these people just taking other people's art?" But you understand it more on a collaborative level when you're actually on the app, especially with how they group it. So, like, no one can really steal your skit. At the end of the day, you're still the original audio person of that. They make very good, they do a really good job of showing credit on that app. Yeah. So if you do a duet or a stitch, your name will always be there. Yeah. If um, someone's used your audio that you originally made from your video, yeah. you'll be there. And now those people, it's like you have a Hall of Fame of the people you've inspired mm-hmm. through your work and you get to see it, like yes. just what they did with it, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. Um, and so that ch- completely changed my view on the whole recreating of skits because especially for the most part, people are tweaking things and making it their own. It's kind of like they're doing, and I just had an epiphany. <laughs> it's kind of like they're doing covers of skits. Yeah. Like how people do covers of music. Yeah. Which is fucking so Mind-blowing. Yeah. Because I don't think in human history that's been a thing with acting. With everything else, sure. With acting, other than like parodies, which are yeah. parodies because they're spinoffs. Yeah. People just trying to, to recreate something they've seen and put their own little tweak on it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think it's incredible. I think yeah. it's really dope. No, it's a really dope app for creators and they deliver so much good content. My biggest thing was, like, before, there were so many people complaining about not being able to see black creators. And I was like, every time I open up my app. Every two I people. 
fucking so many black creators. But I, again, it's what you engage with and what you follow, and they will eventually like tap into it. But yep. I found this one woman. I'm gonna tell you to follow her. Let me find her. She's so fucking funny. She's a grandmother, and she just be like, "Oh my gosh, she's like a drunk grandmother." Like there are so many things on here, like <laughs> helpful things. Like listen to this. Tiger healing herb of the day is animal or gully root. We've already spoken about this herb for its mucus removal and immune system benefits. But this right here, they call this the cure for all because it has so many benefits. If you could have one herb in your household, this is it. And what does it do? It's great for headaches, blood sugar regulation, anti-inflammatory, antimicrobial, antiviral. If you have painful periods, this is going to help you. If you need to get a like just random info. Yeah. Just a random I've info so for things stuff. you don't even, even like, would never tips know. And tricks on using your um your iPhone. Oh yeah, I've seen There's those like too. Those ones. Yep. And th- th- some people dedicate an entire page to s- that type of content. It's like this is one guy who teaches you different ways how to make money on the internet, like different sites where you can make money from home. Or there's another guy who's showing you how to get free anything. So like he today I learned about this um this way to get free books, any free book you Mm -hmm. want off this site called I think you go on Google and you type in LibGen. I have um I have a. And yeah, it takes you to one? this place called Lib- Library Genius or mm-hmm. something like that. And you can get any book you want for I also free. have a PDF. Um, I have a <coughs> Google Drive that somebody sent me via Clubhouse. Mm. They talked about it and they DM'd it to me. And it has like hella books like on it um, as well. So if you want it, I can send you that link as well. That's sick. You know, we're just trying to spread. Spread the knowledge. Spread the wealth. The wealth. Um, what else happened this week? You want to talk about Lil Wayne? Sure. Did he <laughs> cut his dreads finally? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga's Coolio now. Um, that just got to go. Lil Wayne got caught and charged with weapons possession, right? Yeah. Um, shortly after. Yeah. Like, I mean, like two days after, mm-hmm. we get news that Universal has bossed bought his masters for a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Right? Okay. A couple of days, two days after, mm-hmm. uh, his manager is suing him for twenty million dollars. So Are they trying to ace erase him? Uh-huh. Are they trying to ace erase him? <laughs> trying to ace erase him? <laughs> I think they're definitely trying to ace erase him for sure. <clears throat> but even more importantly than that um, I have a theory that Universal set this up. I th- I, j- I just have a feeling. I have an inkling. <laughs> like, you got someone that, he, first of all, he, he meets with Trump. We mm-hmm. saw that exchange or whatever. And then we've been talking about, especially over the past couple months, especially, mm-hmm. the Lil Wayne talk has grown crazy um, with the versus stuff that's happening and like, yo, who's Wayne? Who'd Wayne face? Yeah. Who could face Wayne? And dropping his project. Then he drops a project where everybody's like, yo, Feeling Wayne back? Crazy. Like, yeah. what's going on? And and now <laughs> you just sold your masters for a hundred million. First of all, do we think Wayne's masters are worth a hundred million? Let's be Wasn't very. Wasn't Lollipop alone worth more than a hundred million? 
Isn't that what somebody said? This is this is what I'm talking about. And like So did he sell his full masters or just part of it? Sold his masters. I don't know. That's a lot of music, first of all. It's a lot of music. Someone was like a hundred well, million kids will be okay. I was like and if he sold them for five hundred million, they would have been even more. Owen's okay. catalog like, is worth over a billion. I, I think his catalog's worth over a billion dollars. Easily. I think. Yeah, does it include like features with Nicki Minaj and Drake and shit like that too? Like there's just so This man's been in the game since he was sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> like so much intricacies. I can't even say the word. That I would like to explore. Like I would love to see speak with like maybe a lawyer who would understand an entertainment lawyer who would understand why this could potentially be. Unless Wayne is like broke. I don't think it has anything to do with broke. I think it has everything to do with the fact that he has priors. He's been to jail before. He's, it is a weapons charge. It's not going to be taken lightly. He's probably going to go back to jail for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and he's going to need the money. Mm-hmm. I think that you, if you're universal, and say, let's just theorize that, excuse me, that universal set this up, mm-hmm. you put him into a position where he's got no choice, and you can get those masters for the Lolo. Maybe they'll sell them back to him. I mean, like, I always look at who wins in certain situations and why. And, uh, like, I don't see any other reason why Lil Wayne Mm -hmm. sells his fucking masters for $100 million. And all of this happening in the span of, like, two weeks. You get arrested. You sell your masters for $100 million. Manager sues you for $20 million. It's really weird. I don't know what the fuck's going on. That shit don't add up. It doesn't make sense at all. It doesn't add up. It's no. something very, very odd happening in that camp that we're not going to hear about until a biopic comes out. <laughs> <laughs> when he dies. <laughs> when he dies. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I don't know. That that whole, everything that's happened to him since meeting Trump has been very sad. It's like the Kardashian curse, but the Trump curse. It's the Trump curse. Like, yeah. meets Trump, takes that picture. Yep. Uh, uh, two or three dreads fell out. Uh, <laughs> like... His girlfriend leaves him. His <laughs> She's she, still with him. No, she left him. No, she went back. No, nah, she left him. I just was on her profile I was just the other day. talking to her yesterday. So she finally left I'm him. joking. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, she, like, <laughs> she literally, I was, it was on Regina, I think it was Regina's birthday. Mm. Um, I ended up being on her Instagram and she's oh, only following him. I thought you were at the no, house. No, no, no. He did not go to her birthday. That's Unfortunately, birthday. couldn't catch the PJ. <laughs> Shut up. I've never even been on a PJ. The rapid yet. testing wasn't done yet. So okay. I'm about to go to the States too. Oh, uh, we know. You ain't allowed back on the show for three weeks. Somebody asked to fly fly me out. I bet they did. I bet they did. (laughs) I bet they did. Do you feel? Are you one of those people that feel like when you get flowed out, you gotta you gotta take some penis? No, I've been flown out and never took shit. Mm. Never gave anything. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Never took shit. (laughs) 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 Never took shit, but the plane took it back. And some sneakers. And some company. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Not for real. My first. I'm not flying a girl out unless I know she knows we I guess it sex. wasn't my first flyout. But there was one flyout where uh, they flew me and my friend out. I would do that, too. Yeah. That I would think I would strive for that like, at first, amazing. to be honest. Because I'm like, yo, this is kind of creepy. <laughs> like, bring a friend. Bring. I got friends. You bring a yeah. friend. Well, it was his birthday weekend. Um, I, like, knew him from before I actually met him here because he was a f- 
like a friend of one of my friends. Mm -hmm. And um, so I seen him two summers around Carabata time or whatever. And then around his birthday, he was like, oh, it's my big birthday. It was like his 30th or something. And mm. so he was like, do you want to spend it with me? And I was like, I guess. <laughs> and he's like, bring and your so, friend. Yeah, no, original, <laughs> no, originally he was just going to fly me out. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, oh, well, my boys want to really come um, from like wherever they were, D.C. and Vegas. So he was like, I don't want it to be awkward for you. Mm. So do you have a friend that you would like to bring? Smart. And I was like, oh, okay, that's really like nice of you. Mm. And I was like, yeah, for sure. So he flew us both out. Um, when you fly, when you're that rich enough to fly someone out just casually, like, yeah. I don't think it, I don't think you Anything should expect offered. sex. I think you're rich enough to know that you could just do this. Yeah. This is like an Uber, yeah. essentially. Like yeah. you, you buy, pay a girl's Uber. You're not demanding or thinking, yeah, I get sex now. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it's it, at the end of the day, that's your tax bracket. Like I could fly you out here right now yeah. for a couple of days. I mean, I was like, it was really appreciated too because. Um, even then, he was like, oh, do you need me to get you, like, a hotel, like, whatever, See? whatever. This is a real nigga right here. I fucks with yeah, this Yeah, and guy. I was like, honestly, like, it's okay. You have a big house. Like, I'm fine, just as long as we have, a like, place to stay or whatever. Mm. So, me and my friends stayed in, like, one of the rooms, and, like, guys stayed in, like, other rooms. I think like a that. woman would be way more comfortable to do that after being asked that. Mm -hmm. I think it's one of those things where, oh, he asked, like... I don't yeah. think I have to be creeped out by this person if they were willing to do that. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. it's not it's not a setup or a bluff. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. this person is genuinely like wondering, especially after I saying, "Yo, I'm you can bring your girl out. I want you to feel awkward." Like, yeah. I would be like, "I'm staying at your house." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> In the morning, we make your waffles. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Latoya forever was on the Real Housewives of Atlanta for her debut. Did you see it? I don't watch Real House of I'm anything. shocked. I'm shocked. I'll that be I don't honest. Watch it? Yeah. That I don't watch it? Yeah. I've never watched any of them. I'm shocked. Basketball Wives? I used to back in the day. Oh, okay. To be honest, I'm not really into like reality shows like that. Mm. So, like, I've never. Most women I know are, so I was like, like that. I was shocked. Like, mm -mm. I'm proud. Hey. I'm hey. proud of you. I'm yeah. proud of you. Protect your brain cells. Protect your peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basketball wise, I used to like back in the day when it first came out, mm -hmm. um, the first couple of seasons. But I can't grow. I can't watch grown ups act like high school kids. Yeah. And that's what a lot of this was as well. Is this grown people acting like they're twelve? Yeah. I don't understand it. Was Latoya acting like she was twelve? Of course she was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Latoya. Latoya is great. She's an amazing person. Um, yeah. But. And when it comes to this type of stuff, I, I when you put yourself into that type of show, mm -hmm. I already know what to expect. Yeah. Um, I don't think you really have a choice but to kind of amp up what's already the energy there, which mm -hmm. I feel she's doing. that's what she's doing. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I like, to see what I saw wasn't like I wasn't shocked. I wasn't like. Yeah. <gasps> Latoya, what? How could you like from the moment I heard she was gonna be on Real Housewives of Atlanta and knowing how extra Latoya is, I'm yeah. like, this is this is good. <laughs> like, this is gonna be good for it's her. Good for Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> good. It's it's gonna be good. And um, yeah, let's let's just play a clip here, shall okay. we? Let's let's play a clip. Ken, you're gonna take care of me. I'm driving, so I can't have a lot. No, no, no. Just taste and spit. You want to start spitting? We can. I know you're used to swallowing, but do you, would you want to spit for the rest? 
Hopefully, I'm glad you're in Kenya connecting. You're going to loosen up a little. She's bubbly. She's fun. She is bubbly. Bubblicious. I honestly need to hook Kenya up with somebody, though. I'm not listening to Latoya. You can do what you want while you're separated. What? No, Who says that? You're still married. What vows did you take? I'm separated, so I want to have fun. You're separating. First moment of confusion. And it's so interesting watching this when you know the people. Because I'm like... Adam, oh no, 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 no! This is no. Well, we knew this was happening. Rated, not I'm that. Yes. Okay, just for a year. I'm gonna get back with my man. I don't know who says like I'm gonna be separated. Like you can't predict how long you're gonna be separated. But I'm you- the first baby. But then if you get back together, there might be an issue. You know why? You're because still married. No, Tell me the definition of a separation. Okay. Separation means I need my space to figure out if I still want the marriage or not. But if you want to date other people, just get a divorce. But if you're separated, you're That's separated. Yeah, you're you're separated, but you're still married. But, but you're separated. <laughs> okay, Latoya, she's just not all there. If you think... Drink every time Latoya says separated. <laughs> I'm just saying. Somebody hey. need to tell. So what didn't you know? They said uh, that they were going to get a divorce. I didn't know they're fucking. Up. No, they didn't say they're getting a divorce. They said they're separated, just like Drew Sador said. No, in the original message a couple months ago, right before this was announced, she said that they were going to get a divorce. What she's saying right now that they're separated. Because remember, Adam was like, "Oh, she's for the streets." She's saying right now that she's going to separate for a year, and then she's going to get back with her man. That's all I'm going off of. What she oh. said. She said that's what that, that's why that whole argument happened because what she said mean? that she started off by saying, well, we're separated, I'm gonna be separated for you, and then I'm gonna get my band back. And I'm just like that's how that's how that's like that how separation works? Like I've, when you if you were separated with your husband, mm-hmm. could you guys date other people? I think that if we have a mature conversation about it, yes. I think no, I definitely think so. Well, hold on, let me put it this way. I'm not separating. <laughs> there, are, there are no either breaks. Either we're giving divorce or not. It's either we're no, done or not. Sometimes there's sometimes there's people who just like genuinely have. Imagine you meet them in high school or college, and you're with them your whole twenties, and you guys go through so fucking much, mm-hmm. and then you hit that peak, that point in your life. Maybe when you're entering your thirties, you're like, "What the fuck have I done in my life? I'm very confused," and you just aren't sure. Like shit is not the same. As it was before. And it's like, okay, and we both feel it. Maybe we need to really figure out whether or not this relationship is supposed to be together. And if you've never really had experience with other people like that, then it's like you have to go out there and date other people. You have to go out there and figure out what your interests are. You, I feel like you have to do that. I so feel, it's like I, if you guys talk about it and agree to that, it's not like... Like, I'm not doing a break either. If you don't, if you just want time apart in general and we're not going to, like, date other people or, like, try new things or potentially find another love, like, what's the point of us doing it? Uh, okay, I'll say this. I, I understand completely and wholeheartedly the you don't know what you got until it's gone. Yeah. Thing, right? I don't necessarily subscribe to the fact that you have to endure that in order to have a good relationship and i also don't think (laughs) i also don't think that you're missing out on any i don't think that if if you feel like you're missing out 
mm-hmm. or you've missed out on mm-hmm. a part of life because you have someone, mm-hmm. then I think you, it's either one of two things. You either had resentment this entire time that you couldn't go out and fuck other people and and do the club stuff. Which it might not, but in it turn, might not even about be about having sex though. No, I'm Some not talking about sex. Like, I just want to have other people like wine and dine me and like get to know other. That's people foolish to see if this is the type of person that I even really fucking like. That doesn't make any sense. If you know you like someone, you know you. If you know you're in love with someone, because this is people who are who claim their love, they've. Said their vows to each other. But you can fall you said, in and out of love all the time. Okay, and if I'm out of love, there's no break. Like, what? <laughs> if you get to the point where you're out of love, you're not out of like, you know. You're out of love. No, out I of like, that. I think you can do a break. Out of love, fam, if I loved you before and I don't now, it's not going to happen again. Yeah. It's just no, that. No, that's how I'm thing. set up. So this is least. my thing with love, like. I believe that there's different types of loves and levels of love and stuff like that. And with, like, the whole in and in love shit, mm-hmm. I believe that you could truly fall in and out of love with that same person. You're not always going to see that person as, like, the whole romanticized, yeah. you know, oh, my God, end all be all. off my feet mm-hmm. type shit. But you're still going to have, you obviously, like, the type of love that you have for friends. And yeah, you have love for like them, but you're but, not in love with them. I think them. the biggest thing is that you need to genuinely like the person mm-hmm. that you are with. Yep. And not enough people really truly fucking like their person. Exactly. Because it's like when you do fall out of in love temporarily like or whatever, you, you still like the person enough yep. to be respectful of them mm-hmm. and still want to be around them yep. to like, you know, because y'all have fun playing games or drinking wine together exactly. or whatever you guys do. Exactly. You still like them enough to do it because they're like your friend. But the love thing will eventually either come back or maybe it won't. And maybe that's when you're like, okay, we are definitely going. I don't, know how forcing, it, but I don't know how it comes I really back. believe that in, in love, in love comes in and out. Like, I don't know how it comes back, though, honestly, because, like, especially when you're t- your example of, like, you know, what if you've been through high school and college mm-hmm. with this person and all that stuff? That means this person, listen, I've dated people who have not even been around that long, and they've become so integrated in my life mm-hmm. that when they were gone now, parts of life didn't. Like, makes yeah. sense anymore. It's like, uh, why am I even doing this anymore? This person's not here. I'm just using the example. Of no, but I'm just, I'm just saying, like, that's when you, when, see you get, when you get into those positions, mm-hmm. even if you're not, like, th- that's what I'm saying, even if you're not a high school to, what, 30 years old love life or whatever, mm-hmm. even in the minimal years, you integrate, when you've fallen in love with someone, you have intertwined your life, whether it be a bank account, drawer, toothbrush, whatever it is. They are now woven into your life. Mm-hmm. I cannot, if I say I'm out of love with, that's saying I'm out of love with a part of my life now. Like, not just you, but a part of the things I also do. I'm being like, no, it's none of it's worth it. You think I'm going to fall back in love with you because we took a break? Yes. Fuck out of here. There are some Never people. happening. There are so many <laughs> people that actually go and separate or get divorced, and then they go and they get remarried again. Sounds like desperation. Years later. Sounds like desperation to me. No. It they, does. Like, there's been people who just find this new spark of life because there's so many people that just get so fucking comfortable with one each other, one another that they don't remember that you really have to live life, like your own individual mm-hmm. life that you come to with this other person yeah. to create another one. But you still have your own individual life. 
So they just get lost and everything becomes so mundane. And sometimes it takes like going those two separate ways to, you know, experience different things in lives, like figure out what you love, your interests, or even work on shit, like going to therapy and, you know, figuring out your traumas and dealing with them shit. And then something for whatever reason brings you guys back. You guys cross paths again and you guys have a whole new appreciation and like love for them. And Mm. then the relationship is even better than what it was before. See, and this is, but this is how I view that. When, if I'm with someone that I've fallen in love with for years Mm -hmm. and just like you said, we take a break and now I'm experiencing so many different parts of life that I wasn't experiencing before. Um, I'm enjoying things that I never got to enjoy before. I'm unpacking trauma I never got to unpack before. Doesn't that mean I was with the wrong person? No. How? It's just you If you're with the right person, you shouldn't be missing out on anything. No, but that's not on the other person. Like, But what are you missing life, out on? Your life isn't like dependent on that person i know that no i know that but i'm saying what that's what i'm saying if your life is not dependent on that person what are you missing out on they might they might just feel like they're like they might feel like they're just they have to be a certain way right this other person i could be like oh you need to work on traumas and if you're not really listening and you don't really think that they impact you then you might be like all right no i'm fine Right. Mm-hmm. Or I might be like, no, you need to go on those vacations with your boys and shit like mm-hmm. that. And you're like, no, like, I just like kicking it at home. Like, I just want to be around you and shit yeah. like that. And it's like you just get into this like simple living. And then it's like, oh, we're we're done now. We're going our other way. And now you're like, hmm. But why do you need maybe, to do that? Maybe to I do, do that. need to go on vacation now that like I'm single because you don't some people really don't realize that you have to live your own life in the relationship. And they just think that you have to be one with that other person. So you don't feel like those people are ever encouraged by their partner to live their own life? You can encourage people, but if they don't want to do it. But then what's that got to do with you? You see what I'm saying? Like, why should we have to break up because you couldn't make a choice for yourself that I've encouraged you to do? Because sometimes it sometimes it then comes down to the other person. So say I'm telling you to do all this shit and live your life mm-hmm. and you're just not doing it. And I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. I can't have you. It's the same with Will and Jada. When mm-hmm. he told her, he was like, you got to figure out what the fuck makes you happy. Yeah. Cause I can't make you happy. Mm-hmm. Nobody else can make you happy. Only you can make you happy. Yeah. It's the same shit. So sometimes you got to be like, Hey, I got to take a step back so that you can figure out, your own shit. So it's not even like you're coming to me okay. and you're saying it's usually tends to be the other person that mm-hmm. has a more full life being like, you know, you got to figure shit out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. 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 No, I see what you're saying with, with that example for sure. I think it's tough uh, for me to accept people just not doing like what they feel like they should need to do for mm-hmm. themselves because mm-hmm. I'm just so used to just doing whatever I need for myself. So it's like, yeah. it's hard for me to look out. I got to just look outside of myself with that mm-hmm. with, in regards to that. Cause a lot of people, I guess, uh, then, feel scared to, to try these things or, mm-hmm. uh, or are confused about trying. I don't know what, like, I can't even, but, I'm trying to fathom what it is people, and I can't even get my head in the mind but space. It's like some people are also not aware of like their actions and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it could really be affecting the other person. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you know what? Like I can't do this. So for example, one guy that I was talking to, like I really fucking liked him. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I really still do care for him, but unfortunately he wasn't 
a very communicative person. And yeah. I was like, hey, this is not going to work out being long distance. Like, we can't not go without talking, like FaceTiming, especially regularly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. And so for me, it's like, okay, I bring this issue up. You say, okay, I'm going to work on it. You don't like, you don't want to FaceTime seven days a week. All right, cool. Let's find a, a com- compromise. Compromise. Mm-hmm. What could you do that would make you feel comfortable, but then also make, make me, me feel, feel like I, I am talking to you enough? Let's do three times a week, right? Mm-hmm. He wasn't able to, and I said, I was like, I'm not going to be the one that keeps harping on this situation. I don't want to do it because I know that it gets annoying when another person keeps coming to you and keeps telling you the same shit over and over again. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't want to do that. So for the next month, I will not bring this conversation up. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to hope that you fulfill the request, the compromise that we came to. Right? Yeah. And eventually, like, the month happened, month and a half happened, and I was like, all right, you didn't fill, fill your other your end, end of the bargain. bargain. Yeah. And he was like, I know, I'm sorry, this is something that is really hard for me, and it's not going to necessarily change overnight. And it's like, okay, cool. Well, I respect that. I'm not here to force you. Like, to me, it's so easy. Just pick up the fucking phone and talk. Like, we don't have to talk for two hours. We could talk for five minutes. Like, let me just see your face, feel your energy, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let me know you're busy. It's cool. Just say, hi, what's up? I miss you. And we can go on about our business. To me, it's not that hard. But to him, it was such a hard thing for him to do because he didn't like being on FaceTime. I saw a TikTok about this. He was more, really? (laughs) I'm going to show it to you right now. (laughs) He's more like of a texter. It's like, okay, cool, but this is something that I need. You can't fulfill that. I respect that you know, you acknowledge that this is something you need to work on. Mm -hmm. You know, and you're open to working on it, but I'm not going to wait around for you to to figure it out and however long that is. So I had to, like, respectfully be like, hey, like, I fuck with you, and I hate that this, you know, happened Didn't work like out, this, yeah. but... I can't do it because what if well, at I least, you know, your out? boundaries, because I'm, a lot of people just don't even know their boundaries. boundaries. You know what I mean? Like people don't know what they will allow mm-hmm. and are afraid to speak up on what they will mm-hmm. allow. But I also Shout think that there is a lot of things that we need to think of mm-hmm. um, in terms of like, just like I was, how I was saying, I can't like, I need to put my headspace into more of what other people, other people can think. Can. Um, I was seeing this TikTok and I saved it where this woman was talking about a therapist and what they said. Bitch, what's the best thing a therapist ever told you? Okay, so this was something from a therapist I worked with at a treatment center. He said one of the biggest things that causes fights with couples is people valuing different things and them assuming that their spouse values the same things that they do. And if they don't, getting offended or hurt about that. Let me explain. So let's say it drives you crazy when your husband leaves his wet towel on the floor. So you ask him not to leave his wet towel on the floor. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I'll pick it up next time. But then the next day, it's still there. Now, he didn't do this to you because he doesn't care about you or he's trying to be careless or he's just thoughtless. It's not that at all. It's just because your husband doesn't care about wet towels and you do. So the therapist says, if it matters to you and not to him, and you've asked him once or twice, and this goes for women too, and they're not doing it, it's because it just doesn't occur to them because it's not something that's important to them. So you can choose resentment or you can choose to pick up the towel yourself and let it go. Yeah. No, I definitely, and I was like, which I in your case, you made sure to take those feelings out of it. You're just like, no, this is just what I, this is what I want, kind it, of. It was what I want, mm-hmm. I, but I did feel rejected. Okay. 
I would feel rejected when he would be like, I'm not in the mood to FaceTime. And you thought it was a you thing? Yeah. Okay. And I eventually, like, I didn't understand why Mm -hmm. this affected me. And it was a lot of things. Like, uh, it was like being triggered from my dad, you know, those issues and shit like that as well. Um, So for me, it was like. Almost like an abandonment thing. Yeah, no, I definitely have abandonment issues that I'm like working on. Mm -hmm. And this year has highlighted it through both the guys that I talked to. They both have showed certain aspects so it was like okay i'm asking you to facetime i and you're like oh i'm not in the mood which is fair you might not be in yeah. the mood like he has a stressful career or whatever like okay cool and shit going on in your personal life that you might not be sharing mm. i have to be able to respect that and know that it's not me yeah right because yeah. it's like at the same time he still answers texts he's still like do you know what i mean so it's not like he's cut off and like ghosting me or i whatever. think that's a huge problem so, in relationships with a lot of not even just women like mm-hmm. both sides because we men we don't like like to act like we're as emotional, but we are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like things get to us just the same. We may yeah. not voice them because our communication skills, especially emotionally, yeah. are not the best. But things get to us too. And like that's the that's an easy way to build resentment is yeah. when you like she said, you value something your partner does not. And because you value it so much, you feel like they should value it at the same level as you do. Yeah. And now you're just constantly disappointed in every time they don't value it at the same level. Yeah, so, like, I definitely had to learn that, and I realized midway through summer, mm-hmm. um, even after, like, this was after me and him stopped talking, that um, I realized that um, I was feeling some sense of rejection. I listened to a uh, podcast called therapy for black girls and they were talking Mm. about rejection and like loneliness in this season and why certain things will make you feel rejected but you'll still shy away from your friends and doing shit because Mm -hmm. you're you want to feel isolated or whatever but then i also realized the guy after that i started talking like when he would do certain things that i don't necessarily agree with it would make me feel rejected though too like if he told me he couldn't we had plans for saturday and he shows up a couple hours later it's like, all right, like, to me, that was like a form of rejection. Or if you telling me, like, oh, something came up and I can't come mm. anymore, that was a form of rejection to me. Yep. When it's like, honestly, like, I need to not, like... I know so many women I that take it. those type of things personally, man. No, but there's, like, two sides. Like, no, like, you can't continue to do this and have a pattern, like, yeah. a repetitive, like, pattern about then that. Then it turns to disrespect at that point. Yeah, but I also can't freak out because things do happen Mm. people don't feel well they get tired they have other plans family needs emergencies whatever like you can't get upset one thing that's good about you impact one thing that's good about you though is that you voice it like you're not Mm -hmm. just like sitting in your head with these things yeah no I, i saw somebody um speaking today on something and they said um unexpected was it unexpected ex unexpected expectations what was it no i seen i think unspoken expectations the best thing a therapist ever told you (laughs) unspoken expectations are premeditated resentments resentments so in a lot of ways we set ourselves up almost purposely to feel these things Mm -hmm. when we don't need to and like we put ourselves into a position to feel sad or Mm -hmm. angry or at someone for not doing something we never voiced once, but we put them through this little test Mm -hmm. to see if they'll just do it. And I'm learning more and more to like, try not to set expectations, but also voice like 
anything. I don't think there's like, wrong with anything setting expectations, but like voicing them for sure. If like you expect that, mm-hmm. just like you well, said, okay, you so want someone to FaceTime and he, you made sure that it was known. You're not just say, like keep it in your head like, I hope he FaceTimes me today. Yeah. And then you would have been even more disappointed. No, because I was. like, mm-hmm. It was like, oh, I wonder if he's going to FaceTime me today type yeah. shit. And it got to the point where it's like, that's the question that I keep thinking about. Instead, I could be like, hey, hey like, yeah. do you want to set something out or can we talk, whatever. But yeah, um, I'm definitely learning. Uh, it was Think Like a Monk. I read that book recently and they had said um, a lot A lot of us need to stop assuming and start asking. Mm. So if there's something that you want, like stop assuming that you already know the answer or that it's not going to happen, just ask. And then you'll be able to get a lot more clarity or any like over the topic right um and then something else um what did i wanted to say about that it had to do with the video now i forgot damn it Giannis again god damn it that is gonna be the title of the episode god damn it Giannis. But yeah, anyways, at the the point of all of this. Is okay, so this was something. Sorry, you keep playing that. I, I just I just opened point. my phone and it's right there. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. I actually watched a sermon. Um, Mike Todd from Transformational Church. He has a whole series on like forgiveness, right? Yeah. And a couple of his first uh, sermons in the series had to do with offenses. And what I realized is that we take on so many offenses Mm. instead of just letting them go and we carry them on forever and then we carry them into other relationships and all that other stuff so it's like with what she said in regards to the towel like you can't get offended that he dropped the towel on the floor yeah because realistically he doesn't even know that he's fucking offending you yeah you know what I mean? And especially things with our, that aren't universally disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> like like something like that is not universally disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. So there's some things like you just got to swallow that pill. Like yeah. especially if you really love the person, it's not that big of a deal. Or if it is that big of a deal that it drives you crazy, you got to make the choice to like leave. I think if they're not willing to really change, right? Or yeah. if they don't respect your wishes or your needs or whatever, then you got to change. I think that's but, a huge thing though, respect, right? Mm-hmm. Because if like if you respect that person, I feel like w- when your respect and the likability is is there and it's matched, mm-hmm. it's there are times where you would normally get in an argument with other people over mm-hmm. something where you're not going to with this person. Yeah, you and let shit slide. you just let shit slide because you're like, it's not even worth it. Like, no. what is this gonna? E- what is the end result of this? Mm-hmm. Is it gonna be anything that's gonna help us? Like, if it's not, what's the point? You know what I mean? And it's kind. It's so difficult to tell people that when they're in love or like yeah. heavy, like, because the, both those things are just so irrational. Like mm-hmm. that, just the feeling of that is just an irrational. You, you start thinking irrational things. Mm-hmm. Someone don't message you back it within a certain amount of time frame. You're like, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. They don't fuck with me anymore like that. They're not mm-hmm. even thinking about me. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it, you start, you start doing these things, these tricks in your mind that will really fuck you up. Like me thinking that Ashanti would show up on time for the verses, you know, thinking I mean, that, she's going to show up on time. She you know, we had the bottles at all. Yeah. She, she's always on time, but not always there when you call. Yeah. It was very, yep. very sad. We had, had the, the wine kibasi. ready. You we had the kibasi ready. We had everything ready. I was dressed um, in a t-shirt 
that I had since I was in grade nine. Nice. <laughs> I pulled that Airbrush? Out. Airbrush? <laughs> no, it was, uh, it said, like, love you like a fat piece. Uh, love, 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 you fat like a fat kid, kid, love cake. Love cake. <laughs> uh, it was a G-Unit t-shirt. Of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> a G-U-Not. Um, a G-Unit t-shirt, and I had my little fitted on and, like, my little outfit. Ashanti let everybody down, man. It Like, everybody down. This is... <sighs> It was bound to happen, but the thing is, is that she was more than open to um, having it digitally, and I just don't understand why. Like, are we too good for IGTV now? Like, <laughs> are we too good to go back to our roots? Apparently, where it all started. Well, it's high production now; <laughs> contracts are being signed, all types of stuff. Like, so it's how like, how are we going to stream this on Apple Music? It's way bigger. Yeah, that too. Like, it's way, it's way bigger than they than just, just that went on now. Apple, I. Uh, IGTV, Apple Music, IGTV. No, but she's not sick. She's like asymptomatic because she said she was fine. Uh, she she said she go. was fine. She came on that live. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was coughing. She didn't look too well. She were, people said she was wearing funeral makeup. I was like, this is a lot. Uh, she <laughs> and did not look put together. Keisha looked no. good. I didn't oh, go on the live. Goodness. I missed it, but Keisha looked Ashanti good. Ashanti had absolutely no plans of attending this versus. Let no, me tell that's you. Fucked up. Because there was no, she didn't even start getting into hair and makeup. That's what I'm it was like, you could have called Keisha and told. Told like, her from sis, you time. Might want to hold on because I don't know if I feel that well. Keisha was done the fuck up, and I'm like, she so is pissed. Show, planning on showing up, not on time. But this is the thing. It's like you had to have known for hours before this, yeah. At least in the morning that you weren't gonna do this. No, she could have got like one of the day of tests because they be having rapid tests now. It doesn't matter day. though because like. Y- she announced that she wasn't going to do it mm-hmm. like 45 minutes before. It wasn't like she said it two, three hours before. It was like 45 minutes before. Keisha, Keisha Cole's already in a full makeup and outfit, yeah. ready to go. Yeah. And, yeah, man, it's, it's, she even Whoa. told her it's from the night before that, you know, she wasn't feeling well and, yeah. and all this other stuff. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. First of low all. He tweeted that. the in, I seen Loki's tweet, and he had said, oh, the Internet's about to go crazy. And this was a couple of hours before they actually made the announcement. Yeah. So they did know. Something was Hours. Up. But Keisha might have already been done. She was probably like, shit, I'm dressed. I pay for this makeup in here. Yeah, I'm going to get outfit. it done. I'm, I'm going out. I'm going to take content. We're in Atlanta. <laughs> there is no she Ronas like, out here. I have my Instagram pictures popping. Shanti should have just went to Atlanta. Just fly to Atlanta. And the Ronas would have disappeared. That's the rules, right? <laughs> That's the rules. Well, where were they going to do it? No, it don't exist Where were they going to do it? I think it was in Atlanta, no? Oh, I don't know. I, I would assume it's in Atlanta. I don't know Atlanta. where Ashanti lives. Yeah, me either. I don't think anybody does. Um, <laughs> Ashanti, uh, it, she is from New people York. pulled that that uh, pulled those receipts, showed the video of her in Kenya, no mask, getting onto the private jet, no mask. None of her friends were in a mask. Nobody in the family were in a mask. I was like, but this damn. is the thing. There's a lot of people on the internet that will start shaming people when they catch COVID and will assume that it's from certain things when it's not even that. Or even like with me, when I got it, somehow it got out at my mom's work mm. and like apparently a bunch of them, they follow me. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's because she was like partying and she was traveling and she was da-da-da. Yeah. And That's what like, I'm going to say. 
<laughs> I went to work. I got it from fucking work. That's what I'm going to say. I came back from Calgary weeks before I got sick. I'm going to say it was a from you flying before. out because I can't fly out. You can't that's fly what pe- No, but that's what people are thinking in their head. No, but to me. It's, it's not about like, you can or can't, but people are like, oh, is it responsible? Like me, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. A lot of people are so, like, they're. They're plane watching people like, yeah, yo, sure. you can't like I'm out here sacrificing, not going to here and there for you guys to just gallivant all over the place. Mm-hmm. And blah. so it's like, I understand I why it. that happens. But it, to say it's right, obviously, it's not right that people are just assuming where they know yeah. people are contracting. It could be from like, anywhere. This could have <laughs> went to a photo shoot because she did a photo. shoot. It could have been a butler that was at her house that went home to visit somebody real quick. You don't know where these things come from. Right. Could have been a mail that she got. Like, <laughs> you, yeah. you never know. So it's very interesting. Um, she She's definitely now going to lose. I have to walk everything back. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta walk everything. I'm Team Keisha now because okay. it's just she's turned herself into the villain. They're doing it on my birthday. So she's, well, that's gonna be my little birthday gathering. Mm. <laughs> you gonna drink wow. with the cap on? The cap on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is. Um, I I don't know, man. She she had the she had the W. She had it in the bag. And she just threw it away with this information. Like, I've seen so many people who are dressed up, um, doing get-togethers. In a way, she might have she might have saved some lives. Probably. <laughs> she might have saved some lives. Oh, <laughs> there was going to be a snowball effect of epic proportions <laughs> in the black community. Um, she might have saved a lot of blacks. Uh, <laughs> speaking about saving blacks. <laughs> Giannis did not. Oh, <laughs> God damn it, Giannis. Damn it. But we uh, do something here, you know, once in a while. It's not every week. It's not every week. We do it once in a while. It's been tough in this pandemic, man. <laughs> a lot of shitty things been happening, man. But it is our good youth of the week. Ah, yes, you're such a good youth. Such a damn good blood clot, dude. You have your, your money, you have your art, and you're just such a good youth. Wow, such a good youth. Um, this is a special good youth because this one is sponsored by the world's most awarded cognac house, Corvassier. Um, everybody singing now. Wow. Um, Guy Stanley Filosh. I believe I'm. I hope I'm. I'm pronouncing his name. He is an NYC uh, based painter, whose um, his own canvases, like uh, you know, they sell for over a hundred thousand dollars each. Mm-hmm. So you know, we talking big lot. fish. Yeah, um, he's legit. The art world is my community, and I needed to help my community. People say New York is dead, but it's far from that. There's an artist somewhere writing the next greatest album. There's a kid right now in the studio painting the next Mona Lisa. They're probably a dancer right now, choreographing the next epic, epic ballet. People forget about the artists in these industries. Um, in March, he posted an Instagram shout-out to artists around the world, asking them to send images of their work. Mm-hmm. And then since then, he spent in the neighborhood of around $65,000 and purchased over 150 unique works of art mm-hmm. from both friends and total strangers in the art world. Um, wow. So that like that's just... Especially when we're talking about Cravassier and um, their focus on honoring your code, Mm -hmm. honoring your community. Like, this is probably the best example this year that I've heard of, 
of just like just reaching back into your own community and and helping out. Sometimes it's not about helping out everybody. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you could just focus on your market and those people who you know they need the help. They're not in the same financial position as Mr. Guy Stanley Philosh, where they can sell paintings for a hundred thousand dollars and be good through an entire pandemic. You know what yeah. I mean? So with over a hundred and fifty pieces of art collected, sixty five thousand dollars spent. That's that's mm-hmm. half of one of his works of art. Like yeah. that's a lot of money <laughs> to spend on strangers. You know what I mean? So shout out to him. Um, for honoring his code, it, honoring shit. his community, community, um, and and helping advance the 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 art form that is has paid him so well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's Especially beautiful. That's the other thing too. Is I like, wonder what he did with all the pieces because he can't keep it all. Right? It'd be dope if he just gave them out. Yeah, maybe he donated them. Like set up. I always wanted to set up a kiosk of like really dope things, mm-hmm. and when people come up to me, I'm like, yes, yeah, free. <laughs> yeah, come to yeah, free. Little social. Project. How much is how much is that? It's free. <laughs> don't tell nobody that. <laughs> one per family um but yeah no that is our carvassier good youth of the week shout out to guy stanley Feloche, and uh that's our episode for the week thank you guys yes. so much for tuning in um shout out to clarel yes. for coming on to the show clarel. like i said I guys check that clarel 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 <laughs> what the fuck? She's like, ah! <laughs> sound like a fucking. Sounds like I snuck up on a chicken. <laughs> that was a lot. Clachel. Clachel. Yeah, put a little. Yeah, put a little coronavirus in your throat. Clachel. He said that was the best pronunci- pronunciation of his name in an interview today. Yeah. Today. Yeah, you sound, you sound very good doing it. Clachel. I really suck at names and I feel so bad at them because I will literally have the person try to like break it down forever. And I'm like, especially if I'm on stage and I have to announce them. Mm. Oh, yeah. I yeah. try so hard and I'm like, please forgive me. I try. I feel like I get really lucky. <laughs> I feel like I get I with him. I, I just can't. I just imitated how he said his name. So in his video, he's he started yeah. off with I'm Clachel. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, but the, maybe that has to do with, maybe that, <laughs> Fancy. Has, maybe that has to do with you being able to do impersonations. Yeah, exactly. All that's entirely what it has to do. It has nothing to do with my French skills because yeah. I'm horrible. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me to string together a sentence. Like Jumapel, I don't know. Jumapel uh, Marley. Sure. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, <laughs> but yes, thank you guys. <laughs> Come see, come That's all I know. That's all I know. <laughs> You're doing a lot. Um, but yeah, no, shout out to Clarel for um, coming through. Shout out to Cavassier yes. for, yes. you know, um, you know, helping put together and orchestrate these past two weeks of collabs. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, they they've really came and helped out in a time where, we needed it. Um, mm-hmm. we're, we are artists. You know, you guys know how this podcast works. We give it to you for free every week. For and um, <laughs> three hours every week, free content. So for to have them notice what we're doing here and um, not only just notice it and acknowledge it, and but support, support it. it um, and try to elevate And us. try, yeah, help elevate us. And like there's some other things that are in the works for Kavasi that we can't really reveal yet, but you guys will see. So... Just shout out to Gravassier for, um, you know, uh, helping facilitate these last two episodes. 
Um, the videos that me and Alicia, uh, well, the content that we, me, Alicia, JM Cam, and Clarel all put out yep. was all powered by um, our Cavassier and sponsored by Cavassier, supported by Cavassier. Yes. Um, the world's most awarded cognac house. Yes. And the shit tastes amazing on yeah. top of that. Like, it's not even like... Hot chocolate. Yeah, it's not even like <laughs> Mazda trying to, like, just, like, finesse you guys. Go drink some Cavassia. You guys know it, it really tastes good. It tastes great. Like, it actually tastes good. Like, actually. I don't even feel... You know, you do some brand deals sometimes, and you're like, eh. No, no, no. <laughs> this Cavassia one, stays like... in my house. Yeah. Still. These three bottles are not leaving mine until I'm finished. Yes, I'm so. taking one. Nah, it's not Come happening. Uh, thank you guys so much. No. <laughs> I, I don't get one? You don't get a single one. No, um, I'm taking one. Triz... You don't even like Kavassia. <laughs> what? Like really, guys? That's what we're doing now? <laughs> you guys are on crack. It's me. Yeah, okay. It's me. Yeah. Yeah, she just wants some more, you know, opportunities. Um, but yeah, shout out to Key Radio for having us in the studio as usual. Um, shout out to Triz. And shout out to you guys, the listeners, for tuning in another week. We'll be back next Wednesday. Norm will hopefully be back with us. And we got a surprise guest next week for y'all. What? Ooh, we got a surprise guest. He Who will is it? he will be in studio <laughs> next week. I ain't gonna reveal I didn't even tell these guys. Wow. These guys don't even know. So, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Yeah, y'all will never figure it out. But um, thank you, you guys it, so much. I've never mentioned it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in another week to the Extra Gravy Show. Uh, follow us on all our socials uh, at Extra Gravy on Instagram and on Twitter. I'm a bottle girl. And she the bottle girl. Mm-hmm. I'm, Marlon. Oh. I'm Marlon. Alicia. I'm Marlon. I'm <laughs> Marlon. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and that. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the extra gravy. Skirt, skirt. Bam, 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 bam. Soak your mother. Soak your mother. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.